Podcast like a motherfucker. Episode number 21. Happy New Year! <laughs> it's Henry Miller with... Ulrich, Erasmus, Mustafa, and Jonas. So we're all here today, or half of us at least, and uh, we, had a quick, we had a quick game. I got my ass kicked again. <laughs> Since I won the tournament, I've been doing really badly. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's gotten into a comfort zone since one point, what was it, one point something? We're in 1.3 now. Yeah, 1.1, it was like everyone was in the sweet spot and comfort zone and then everything changed. I think it's because of the points level change. You know, yeah, like, maybe. Uh, reduced point size for game we're playing. Yeah. yeah, makes it a bit difficult. Um, how, did your, how did your game go today, Rasmus? Yes, fun game, beating the Dark Elves, Great Elves, sorry. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> Yeah, with the retarded empire. <laughs> it was a really fun game. We, the last two games we've had has been like really back and forth and yeah. Yeah. yeah so today the the topic is going to be what is an official model for the ninth age. What is the what is what should be kind of the standard model to use, and where where is the line in a proxy? So. Before we had these models that were Games Workshop models because we played Warhammer. And if you kind of went away from this, it would have to be quite similar. Like the model would have to be a spearman or it would have to be a monster which looked similar to the thing that you're using. But now we don't really have a standard. Mm. And a lot of the names of the things in the armies, like for example the, in the Vampire Covenant, like a Shrieking Horror, it's, it's not a Terror Dice anymore, it's a Shrieking Horror. So what is a shrieking horror? I mean, it could just be like a banshee on a base, like ah, a big ghost. Yeah, like a huge. <laughs> but you could have a tiny banshee just on the big base. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? There's yeah, not like yeah, a standard. Yeah. So yeah. like, what I want to what I want to ask you guys: What do you think is an acceptable proxy or an acceptable model? Oh, that's model and base have to like work together. So shrieking horror, a big base, and a small banshee. No, it's gonna look of course. Like shit. Of course. If you find some model that fits the size, like big, big banshee, and like do some yeah, yeah. A building or something in on the base. But bless <laughs> <laughs> man. Yeah, but, on, but I think on the other side, if you have a big base, that really uh, gives you the opportunity to do nice scenery around a, a smaller model. Yeah. So you don't have to put like a dragon, a huge dragon that's probably going to cover most of the base anyways. Yeah. I think it's you could do some like a, a banshee you know, sucking up the... Could you have a choir of banshees? Yeah, or like a banshee sucking up the energy from, from the area around it or something. Making, like, so I think it yeah. makes, it makes uh, the option of making cooler scenery, I think that's, I think that's pretty nice. Mm. Uh, even though when you're going to tournaments, it's all, just always weird. Uh, yeah. Facing off these armies, uh, where when a demon prince is like, uh, yeah, like an infantry size yeah, model, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're just like, is that a, is that an 800 point model? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, I give you I give you a couple of examples that that have come up for me personally in the recent past. So for Giant Fanatic, we were discussing. I wanted to use the rangers in the Wood Elves, the Forest Rangers, and traditionally the the Wildwood Ranger models. 
are like they have great weapons, they're elves, they have cloaks, you know, pretty standard axe wielding elf models. But you I I was kinda of saying, okay, well, I'm gonna use my old Eternal Guard Games Workshop models, which have spears. But then, uh, then as the as the models for the rangers, but you guys were like, no, 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 you can't do that because it's not what you see is what you get. And I was like, well, what is a great weapon and what's a, a wildwood like a forest ranger now? Like, surely these guys with two-handed weapons and cloaks should be the right models to use for this unit. And then what I went with in the end was my white lion models because they actually have axes. Yeah, that's and, better, I think, also. Yeah, but then I would, for me, it was like, well, they're high elf models, they're not. Like wood elf models. Right, this. But didn't your eternal gas have also shields? Yes, some of them did. Not all of them. Okay. What? What? Was it spears? Yeah, spears. So, uh, is 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 using white lion models from Games Workshop ex an acceptable proxy for forest rangers in Ninth Age? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Elves and yeah. great weapons. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, I yeah. think so. But then again, they are like wearing animal furs and yeah, the rangers, right? Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, I mean, I you can kind of justify it in any way you like because yeah. it's so open because it's ninth age. Mm. Yeah, I think I think the the designing factor must be the base size, like we talked about, like so proportion proportionality maybe, yeah. or something that kind of works together to make to tell you that but, this is a bigger threat if it's like a smaller model. But, but Christopher, we can take your your dread yeah. of Elsa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, as an example, like that—that's yeah. a, a pretty small model compared to what, what the, the, the normal. Yeah, the normal uh, model is like huge and minor. This is, like this the, is old, the thing. Like, yeah. the, what is the normal model? Yeah. yeah, I think I think it's the doubt uh, question. I, I was in no uh, time doing our game in doubt that this was the elder standing mm -hmm. there. If I saw a elf model with the spear, I would say if I. Forgot to ask, we'll say, oh, he's probably but, Eternal God, whatever it's called now. But, but I, I think that my problem with that model is that in the description it says it has uh, a number of crewmen. Yeah, in the description yeah. it says it has like two crew, and uh, now the avatar in the back is also alive, apparently. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> but, and then your model doesn't have. Yeah, I, I know it's not done, but. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But, yeah. but yeah. Uh, yeah, in the, like there's in, one model on, the, on, the, on, on a wagon. Yeah, right now it's just an old skaven metal bill, and then I build a cross on top of it, and like there's a damsel riding in the back mm. right now. Uh, mm. It doesn't is, but it's only a proxy because it's the closest thing I have. I'm looking for the the what's it called, old empire wild of sigma. Yeah, yeah. If, if anyone in Denmark has one, let us know because we can't get one. I need that one. But I think that that model as it is right now would be a problem for me in, yeah, yeah. in the tournament yeah. because it it misses the. In the description it, where yeah. the, there's a crew, crew member. It is the crew and something like the yeah. creature in the back or whatever it is, right? That there needs yeah, to be yeah. something more. Yeah. But let me ask you, what about, because I'm using my uh, my quote-unquote angels as, as riders on Pegasus. How do you guys feel about that? Is that okay? Is that go or no-go? I, I think in the tournament you might struggle hmm? because but they're not riding anything. They're like yeah. like a model not riding something. But the base size is fine. And they both they're both flying models. And they're pretty models. And yeah. and so in that respect, yeah, I mean, if if you take the rules as they are, I, I think it's fine. But I I personally don't mind. But I think in a tournament, someone might question you. Yeah. But but you're not in doubt that this is a Pegasus. 
It's a 40 millimeter base. It's a nice model. It's gonna work with the army when it's done. Yeah. But but, but and, and and you're like, for me, it's like if it's nice and you're not in doubt, those two things have to be the most important. Yeah. But then again, you you can run into a situation where every elf with a great weapon are going to be the the white lines, the white line model, and then suddenly white line models are fighting white line models, are, even though it's from two or three different armies, and uh, I think it does something to the to the visual part of the game when yeah. when suddenly every elf everything becomes like standardized because it's the cheapest. But also you can you can go into a position where everybody's buying cooler models and doing more uh, nice stuff. Mm. But I think you just risk the the other part of of getting into like the the standard stuff, uh, the cheap stuff being the being the standard yeah. instead. Because I th I think like you said like white line models fighting white line models, but and they're two different units. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're you're hundred percent right. So so the question the question that it that it should be asked is, at what where do you draw the line? What should I mean if you had a white line model that's painted green for like a say the forest rangers, mm -hmm. or a white line model painted white for lion guard, or red for executioner. Yeah for, yeah, for example, like is mm. is that okay? Is that enough to, to distinguish them? Should it be in the painting? Or would you say it has to go further? You have to put a, like a hood on them or it has to have some like tree roots in the model or vines or like you have to re remove the armor so they look less armored. Like when, at what point do you, do you make, do you draw the line? Should it just be like a general thing? Like this has to look like the model? Because I mean you could, a lot of the armies don't even have fluff yet, so we don't mm. really know what what's envisioned for some of these units. Mm. Like, the, in, like a really good example is the Wild Red Rangers because they have artwork in the Silvernoff book, and the artwork in the Silvernoff book is them actually holding big, like I would call them glaives, like long, mm. like sword axe kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they look nothing like the Games Workshop models. Yeah. I, um, for me personally, I think it's a matter of equipment. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't mind white lines, but I'm imagining envisioning the old metal white lines. If they were painting like in a very green theme, I think they could go for widows. And if yeah. they were like in a red and black and dark theme, they could easily go for executioners as well. Yeah. Uh, and also the, the the blue and white theme, maybe for the hiles. I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't mind as long as like the equipment is the same. Because I think if the equip, equipment differs on a big infantry unit, then you easily get distracted. Yeah. So if they're like, so these are not. Great weapon infantry. These are actually halberd infantry or spear infantry, yeah. like or hand weapon shield or something. Then, then I, then I, for me, it's the line. So for me, it's like equipment and painting. Mm. Yeah, like like a spear is not a halberd. Yeah, yeah. Henry. Yeah. <laughs> what, have I ever done that? SPS as great weapons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a two-handed weapon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. It's a great weapon. No. It's really good. <laughs> Not that it's saying that spears aren't amazing, but they're not great. <laughs> okay, so, so the next situation is, um, most of you guys have seen my vampire army, and some of you have played against it, and I'm using um, a model in my for my corpse club, I think it's called a cadaver wagon now? Yes. Yeah, it's called a cadaver wagon. And, um, so I've, I've made a base, or I, actually you gave me a base, I think. It, it, so it's the right size base for the to put it in the unit, so it's a, say a 60 by 100 base, and it's like, instead of being a cart, it's a necromancer, and he's like raising zombies out of the ground, 
Is is that a viable model for a cadaver wagon? It sh it should be, but as a because it's this right size base. Yeah. It's it's cinematic in that it's it's kind of doing the same job as the cadaver wagon does. Like there's a necromancer there. He's improving the raising kind of thing of the unit. He's like pulling things out of the ground mm. in the same way as he would with a wagon. There's just no wagon. Yeah, and I definitely think that that. That model looks a lot great, better than the than the, the Games Workshop model because it has it opens up a, a very uh, very uh, a unit that's kind of closed already, so you can't see the bases. Mm -hmm. So I really like how how that model opens up the the unit, so you can see the base and you can get a feel of the of the units. Yeah. So it's kind of a unit filler slash a model with a special with some special rules. Um, but if does it do impact hits? No, it's a, it's called a cart. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. But is it what is it? It's it's uh, oh, it has yeah, a special it's... rule called uh, war platform. Or I, something I, I, I think it's giant. called a cart. It's yeah. like it gets some of the impact hits, but doesn't get all of them. Okay. Some of those special rules, rather. But I, for me, for me, I made the conversion because I wanted it firstly as a unit filler as well. If I want to use a unit filler, mm. and also to use it as the model for the for the cadaver wagon. But, but I think that's that's. Where the problem is when you can't see the difference between a unit filler and and, and something that should be something else, and yeah. that could be some kind of problem in in a in a tournament. Yeah, that's but, like but but I think personally, I, I, I what to say, um, I I can accept uh, very much in in forms of different uh, models and. And what they represent, but so I I don't know where the line goes, but but I can see the, the problems with with that model yeah. that you uh, you have. And if, and if we're looking to create a competitive scene, you always have to standardize stuff. Uh, and and right now there is a standard standards problem with some of the models. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something that needs to be resolved in time uh, when. When the uh, when the um, different uh, companies that makes models kind of rally up around uh, the ninth age yeah. and, and we get these green uh, these uh, contracts going, but so so there is something in, about competitive and standardization that's that's not there yet. Yeah, just uh, throwing it out there, but there are many gaming systems where you just put small like name tags on the basis of the mm. units. Mm. To tell you this is what it is. Do you think this should be a thing in fantasy? This should be like a small well, sign. Like right no. on the edge. Yeah, yeah. No. Just make units so you're not in doubt. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. what constitutes doubt? That's really the question. Yeah, but, People but, have but, different levels, don't they? Because someone who's new to the game would be very confused about your cadaver wagon, I yeah. say. Yeah. Or maybe my Pegasus. I, I, I think when when you have a like your model, the cadaver wagon, it, that it that it should stand out from the unit. So you can see that it's not, it's part, it's, it, it has joined the unit, but it's not normally a part of the unit. Mm. Uh, I think that, I think that's, that's a problem when you can't see if it's part of the unit or not. Yeah. So I think it should stand more out. What uh, if, what if I use my angel as a, as a, if I put it on the correct size base, but use it for a manticore? Because I, you know, I'm playing the trails now and I'd rather use a manticore because I think the rules wise it's better. For much more investment. I think then then we go back to the problem where the model is not big enough for yeah. for the for the base that is supposed to be on. 
Uh, but I think it could look nice as well, just because you can do so much scenery uh, when you when you open up the bases and you don't have these big models covering everything. So you get much more of a feel of an army yeah. uh, when you have more open bases. Um, so I think there is pros and cons, uh, but like a, a infantry sized yeah, yeah, angel yeah. is is gonna be a, a stretch to yeah. <laughs> to, to make it into a manticore, I guess. Towering um, creature. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Towering presence. Angel. <laughs> yeah. So how about Ulrich's army with the um, what what are the helicopters called now? Are they still called steam copters? So Ulrich's converted some uh, balloons. I actually quite like your conversions. Mm. I think the two balloons are quite really nice, and they're, it, they're kind of like like one dwarf with a pistol. Under like a tiny little balloon, and a ping pong ball. Ping, ping pong ball <laughs> balloon. <laughs> I've also used ping pong balls. I use ping pong balls for Rasmus's yeah. um, monster. Um, I, I think they're quite nice, but it's definitely not a helicopter. It's not a helicopter. So, like, but it, you're not confused what for what it is. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, yeah. I think it fits the base. Yeah, it's on the right the, base. And, and I, it's it's. I think it uh, it follows the description pretty well. It has a shooting weapon, shooting weapon, and uh, one crew main. Yeah. And it's a flying thing. And how about the the <laughs> the crossbuster is the no, no. <laughs> 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 the dick the dick coming so out may, of the ground. Maybe, maybe Ulrich, you'd like to explain how you make this model. I needed to make uh, two cross. Crossbusters pretty fast, so I uh, cut two uh, pink bottles in half. I'm just gonna go puke. Yeah, and, and then uh, make them come out of the ground. <laughs> to, be honest, to be honest, like if this was like a scenery piece or a unit fill or something, it would for a unit of minus, it would be quite nice. Yeah. But there's definitely something missing. Yeah. So is is this an acceptable proxy? I, w I would say yes. <laughs> no, I, 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 again, I think that it fills the base. In the red. No, it doesn't. This is the same as my Mexico angel model thing. <laughs> it's bigger than your angel. Not really. Yes. No, I, I think. But when you think about coming out of the ground and the, <laughs> the flood. And and the, uh, and the special rule that is supposed to be flying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. okay. Then you. I, I I probably shouldn't be talking about my own model. Yeah. And how I think. So for for me for me this this isn't an acceptable proxy. Um, Thank you. But, <laughs> but you could you could also argue. I mean, what is a grudge buster? I mean, isn't in just the the name mm. itself it doesn't like. I think if there was if there was a cockpit with a dwarf something, you know, so you can see. Uh, I, I can paint a little window. And yeah, <laughs> like paint a window and <laughs> you can see like dwarfs like <laughs> shoveling something. <laughs> then then it would make much more sense to me. But it's more like this is a metal tube coming out of the ground. <laughs> oh, that's area based. This it's got no weapons. There's so Guys, do you remember when, when it didn't have the blade, blades yeah. at the top? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. So, as this this model is pretty shit. Yeah. So we it was your birthday last no, month, and we bought you a new Grudge Buster. No way. Ah, you're <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 
because it's so shit that yeah, we have yeah, to replace it. it with something. Yeah. Ah, cool. This is for you. So this is for you. Happy birthday. Thank you. For last Thank, you. Thank everyone. We all chipped in. Yeah. Thank you. So for, You're welcome. We bought Ulrich a, a, a Titan Forge. Thanks. I don't know what it's called. It's called a Colossal Zeppelin. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is a much more acceptable... <laughs> <laughs> Podcast episode 21. 21. 21. We're kind of recording in parts here, so I'm just introducing a new in the future part <laughs> because we've kind of gone from three weeks ago and now it's like from three weeks ago, it's in the future three weeks, and then the last part of the show is going to be back to the future minus one week. That is really confusing. I'm, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> but what you're basically saying is you're, we're moving around in time. Yeah. Time Back traveling. To me. We're time traveling on Amazon Podcast. So, yeah, the, the, the technology of editing is going to bring it all together in one perfectly seamless thread of fantastic ninth age goodness. Um, right now, we're back in the Amazon boudoir. Boudoir? You've got your usual host, Henry P. Miller, and here with me today is our the Swedish chapter. Yeah. Hello! That's mine! <laughs> Hijacked. Uh, yeah, I try. I try. Introduce yourself, perhaps? Yeah, so, I've, I think I've been on once before. Yeah, you've been on, you were on the, the episode three. Yeah, or some Four. other number, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm from Sweden, where nobody plays Nine Page, at least that I know of. And, uh, and, uh, Kasimir, yeah. so I'm a time podcast, the I, only one in Sweden that we know of. <laughs> so I immigrated to Denmark to play, play Arabic. So I, I play online dynasties mostly, but as we just talked about, I uh, also uh, hoard armies, but mostly mostly online dynasties. Yeah, it's getting trans. And I'm Hello! Also... <laughs> Second along. Regular listeners to the show will know that that means that Christopher is also in the building. In the house, motherfuckers! <laughs> what, what are we drinking tonight, guys? How, how, is the, how is the liqueur going down? It's um, quite, quite, quite good. I'm, you know, I'm pleasantly surprised whenever somebody brings out a bottle of suspiciously looking liquor and says, this is homemade from Moldova. <laughs> <laughs> But it sounds I mean, good, right? The big question is that it, will they start with saying the percentage? I mean, if they do that, then you know, like, you know. I, I literally got this in a plastic bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, I, haven't you had the experience no where a guy comes up to you with a plastic bottle and he says, yeah, yeah, I have this liquor. It's at least 77%. <laughs> okay. I mean, that, that, that happens not so often in Denmark. I mean, 
Maybe in Sweden. Yeah, it's very, <laughs> I thought Denmark was better than this. Yeah. And Denmark, alcohol is affordable. Yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't need to burn our own stuff, like moonshine and whatnot. <laughs> so, in Sweden, we risk our lives. So this, this segment of the show is, uh, is going to be um, a little bit, we have some mail, which is, is nice for us. And um, we also had, a Casimir and I, we had a practice game for Battle of Copenhagen. So we'll go through Casimir's Undying Dynasties list. Yeah. Then talk a little bit about the game. Um, in the last part of the show, you're going to hear about my list, um, but uh, we'll go through it as we go. So, yeah. firstly, we have Mailbag. Mailbag. Maybe we can do like a... Like a Mr. Postman, <laughs> Mr. Postman. You know that, like, yeah, this, yeah, you know yeah. the song? Do you, know yeah. song? Do you not have, like, something like Peter the Postman or something? What? Postman Pat. Postman Pat is the one. Oh, because I put... Postman Pierre. Pierre? No, yeah, I no, don't know. Okay, the one time I watched Postman Pat in Denmark, because oh. Postman Pat is Welsh, right? He lives in Wales. Yes. And, oh. and when you listen to Danish with a Welsh accent, it's... Fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it sounds it sounds like like Romanian Danish or something. It's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> you you want to hear a funny story? It's been going on in the Danish media recently about Postman Pierre and Postman Pat. Is yeah. he's the only redheaded guy in the town? Yet somehow, many of the kids in the elementary school are also redheaded. <laughs> and there's no other male redhead in the town. <laughs> so there's like this big conspiracy theory now. <laughs> so yeah, if you're English, uh, or I don't know if they have Post from Pat in America, uh, maybe just go and go and look for Danish Post from Pat and, on YouTube and you're going to be pleasantly surprised. So, mailbag. Um, we got a mail from a chap called Jonas. <laughs> it's not our Jonas, is no. it? No, no. <laughs> Bossing the issue of conversation. He <laughs> says... He'll be on the podcast. He still wants to be on the podcast. I would be a bit awkward. He says, hi, it's Jonas. Um, he played our Jonas at Giant oh, Fanatic. Jonasception. <laughs> Jonas and Jonas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He says, thank you for the show, thanks for many uh, positive mentions of the army. That's right, get on your knees. And, of course, spreading evil lies about the rats. Yeah. Wait, what? No, I'm lost. He said, he said that basically he played Jonas, and I think Jonas won. Yeah. And so we spread evil lies about the rats because he lost. Yeah. He's bitter. Right. Anyone, like, losing to Skaven is actually a bitter experience. Vermin's warm yeah. drink. Well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> because Vermin's warm is just one of those armies where you have 500 models of fuck all, and then you have... <laughs> one little unit. You have, all like, points. one model, which is the... Meat grinder. Profit thingy. Yeah, yeah, Grey yeah, profit yeah. is what yeah. it's called the now. Comet right? guy, comet guy. Yeah, whatever. And then, then the cannon, and then you have, like, two cannons, two dreadmills, and something else. So like five models, and then just fuck your whole army over. <laughs> I, I hate playing Venus War. I really, really dislike it as well. It's the most frustrating thing. But I don't know, like, I, I've never been able to write a good list with them personally. It's I, because you're a fluffy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just get like sidetracked by the yeah, two yeah. hell pits or something. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, so he says, um, there's no way he compete compete with Tommy Tucker. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, he wanted to say that he has a tournament coming up in April. It's called Leviathan. Oh, Ooh. that's a cool name. Um, he kind of talks about the tournament. He says it's a fluff event. Yeah. I Why don't so. we have those here? Have you been to Leviathan before? I I'm, I'm, I don't think that I have. Because they uh, most like the last time I looked at the rules pack and it was kind of weird about units moving on to other tables and kind of stuff like that. So it was a little. Also, bit... it's like almost an age sigma event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he he kind of um, describes it. He says um, it's inspired by a white dwarf article some fifteen years ago. Four scores. <laughs> <laughs> so it's old school. <laughs> Down to the crocs at least. <laughs> It says it's not supposed to be very competitive. Um, we tried to have a strategic purpose and story. So it's a narrative game. It's yeah. a narrative tournament. It's a big narrative, like it's so, linked games. Okay. You can have cool. you can march your units off to adjacent tables. So there's it's like five teams and it's like a campaign over a weekend. Yeah. And um, each team is given a number of counties. So I guess the counties are like the boards. Yeah, I think so. And then um, you can move your army from county to county. Mm. It says everything's done in real time. Um, and so you you like each road takes a certain number of minutes to travel. So it's like actually real time night phage. That sounds oh, quite fun. That's cool. I don't so, know. I have no idea what the rules. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna bring only a only an Asian dragon, and then only move that and roll that <laughs> all the time. <laughs> like kill my opponent really yeah. quickly. So reinforcements arrive from road markers on the battlefield. Um, you maybe have to like hold hold forces off until like the reinforcements arrive. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember this. I, I looked at it and I thought to myself, this is something that I would want to you know, prepare in advance, otherwise it would be too yeah. confusing just yeah. to show up with my army and everyone would be like, yeah. you got the right flank, don't lose it. <laughs> and I was He's like, like, fuck. He's saying like, there's gold and 20 scenarios and you can buy mercenaries, magic items, barricades, saboteurs, divine help through sacrifices and bribe other teams. What do you bribe so, them with? Though? With gold. Oh, okay. Or maybe sacrifices. I don't know. This is something like, like we talked about. Virgins. You know? yeah, uh, like we talked about this kind of a game where where you have it's a multiplayer scenario game, and you have two sides against each other. But and you have to have your side actually win the the, the, the battle. But only one player will actually be like. So you have like a secret objective, for instance. Yeah, yeah. But you still have to make sure that your side wins. So you have like a competition in the competition. Yeah. So very Machiavellian. We talked about this this kind of a game. Yeah. Though. Where where is this tournament actually? You say that. Um, it's in uh, it's somewhere in near Copenhagen. Okay. I guess. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, I I, I don't know. You can if if uh, if you're interested in this tournament, you can go to powerfist.dk. You can find the rules there. And, and that's powerfist.dk. Don't go to powerfist.com. What's powerfist.com? <laughs> <laughs> Christoph is doing a very crude no, 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 gesture, pushing his hand through his fist. <laughs> I uh, I recall many many years ago as a young boy when I waddled into my local games workshop and they <laughs> told you me that, into <laughs> what were you doing at powerfist.com to make you waddle? <laughs> With my big uh, GW cases and everything, and I went to play Lord of the Rings or something. And they, mm. I remember they told me 
that there was a Danish forum that you could go to. It was PowerFist, but I couldn't remember the extension. And oh my. So I went home on the family computer and went to PowerFist.com. And I think there's a warning now before you enter it, but back then there weren't, so you just got kind of like went straight onto the like very hardcore game yes. form. <laughs> this sounds like the experience I had the first time I tried to make a mail account when I was a kid, and I wanted a hot mail instead yeah. of hot mail. That <laughs> <laughs> was also quite interesting. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, thank you for the thank you for the mail, Jonas. Um, you guys who are listening to the show, welcome to send us emails. We will read them out. Um, ideally, we're looking for something a bit more crude than this. <laughs> or, or, or this is five pages long, so we kind of had to make a. Yeah, we, we paraphrase a lot. But yeah. the tournament sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a very original concept. Yeah, I, I think I might go, actually. If, yeah, if, I, if, not to, if not to participate, then just to podcast and see. Yeah, it seems like a good yeah. event to podcast. If, if I'm here and if I have time, yeah. I'll maybe drop down. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in the tournament, find it on PowerFist. We could make an Amahammer team and go to the tournament. No, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I, if I can attend, that would be interesting. We, or we could at least we could make like but a, the, it's a, Kashmir, you and so I, we the teams make are, team. Yeah, the yeah, teams yeah. are the teams are based. The yeah. So the teams are based on your army, races, and your skill level and stuff. And we have three factions of Skeletrons. Yeah, you yeah. can lie and say that I can be the vampires. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can do like a yeah, the okay. gas kind of thing. So I think what we should do now is talk about Casimir's army list. Yep, sure. Maybe you'd just like to quickly go through what you were playing with today, uh, yep. or maybe what you're taking to the tournament tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. It, it's, almost, it's the same unless we manage to come up with something to change it to make it better. But, uh, Five catapults. <laughs> <laughs> all the catapults. So basically... You have all the catapults. Yeah, yeah I, all that I can take. Not all that I want, that's the thing. But uh, so I took like a very classic Death Star uh, style Undying Dynasties list. So it's uh, centered around the big unit of 34 uh, Necropolis Guard with uh, Halberds, Full Command, and the Stalker Standard, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's better than moving faster because you can actually, you know, start stuff instead of just trundling around. I think for any, yeah. any like block of infantry, yeah. that's the best banner. Yeah, definitely. But I, the, the weird thing is that you don't see anybody else take it in any other list of the, on the internet. I've, I've been running it, actually. Yeah. I, with I, Swordmasters and oh, with... Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I was talking within on, Undying Dynasties, because okay. everybody goes for like either Movement Banner or the Armor Piercing Banner. Which armor are, Piercing? With additional yeah. elements, of course. But I would uh, any day we take the Flaming Banner. Maybe but the Flaming Banner? Just for that but one match of Shaftis, you know, something like that, but not the. Necropolis. I would take them 100% on the Necropolis cast because that one matchup, because then you have Lethal Strike and Flaming Attacks at the same time. The only thing you're lacking then is Divine Attacks. Um, because that one matchup where you face off against eight trolls, which is the one thing that can actually take care of them. However, you do still have the lethal strike, so yeah. it's kind of. I, I disagree. <laughs> I think Stalker Standard is the best banner you can take <laughs> on that unit. But he, they're already Bodyguard. So you don't need the strider so, part. Yeah, but how does the bodyguard help you, with strider? I think it means you don't oh, need yeah, step step fast fast and all yeah. these kind of things. I think if you can just run at someone, yeah, and you, get me, a stride, I think it, for infantry units, it's, it's really good. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, that the problem I've had with this type of list in in the past is that uh, I play, you know, you play it against the elves without the dragon, and yeah. they just stay away from the block. Yeah. Uh, but at least with the Stryer, stalker standing, you like force them to stay away extra long. Yeah, yeah. Or either you get that like you know eleven on the dice charge, and you can say I'll try to take it, and yeah. you might. 
whereas you probably won't with uh, without it. Yeah, and I guess the alternative of because you're fairly likely to roll at least one six during your attempt to charge. Yeah. And if you roll that one six, then your fail charge is actually also six inches, and you yeah. can only march eight anyway. So it, it yeah. Well, I guess it makes I, good sense. I I haven't. I, this is I only used it in one game, but I I hope to, that it will be okay. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, to support that, I have uh, a block of archers. I think they're 23 with a musician. Are they uh, called archers now? Uh, skeleton archers, okay. yes. I hope. <laughs> anyway, and, uh, and the rest of core is like two units of chaff, the uh, scouts, and then two, two units of free uh, chariots. And then for the rest, I have a scorpion, which is coming out underground, two catapults, a casket, Sphinx? And the Sphinx, yeah, that's about it. And then for the characters, there's a Pharaoh of the Vanquisher, which we found out today that it was quite crazy. You didn't know, <laughs> I didn't notice. But and then there's a Harbinger to give hatred uh, with a bronze breastplate, and then uh, there's a Wizard with the Arcane Book, Book of Arcane Power. I think I think you need to have the Book of the Dead. Yeah, I, I'm I not sure because I mean, so the problem from a theoretical transport uh, or point of view with the Book of the Dead is that... Uh, Let's just clarify it, because I'm, I'm pretty sure I know what the Book of the Dead okay. is. Basically, yeah, sure. is when you when you cast any spell on the unit... Yeah, any augment spell. Any augment spell, you get you regain wounds yeah, you get of the, the invocation value, yeah. right? Yeah. So the problem is that there's two spells, I think, or something in the lore, which are not... Or three spells, which, yeah, are, three. Or which, are, which are not augments. So yeah. you know, on a really bad roll, because you can't... There's no, like, signature spell... Mm. Uh, you will always get like uh, you could get like three spells which don't get the book of that and one which will, mm. and then suddenly that's a magic item is well I mean it's not worthless but it's not very good anymore. Uh, but of of course if you get a good roll it's very very good. But the argument like uh, the argument I had for the book of arcane power is that in this list uh, the casket gives minus one to cast for your enemy and then you have plus three to cast on your wizard with the book of arcane power. So you can kind of uh, get magic defense as well as magic offense yeah. at the same time. Yeah, I guess that's And a you good don't point. have like a, I mean, the only thing you want to raise is the necropolis guard. But I mean, usually I don't find myself in a situation where they need that much racing because it's such a death star already. Yeah. In my opinion, at least. Yeah. But uh, the thing about them when I've tried to run it is that I experience that they just die to yeah. mass shooting because they have toughness four with a six up save, and if you can't hide them in a wood or something. Kind of Maybe I should actually buy shields. Five plus. Next level. <laughs> no, no, fuck that. Yeah, just... the stalker stand is good because you can sit in the wood and then you can get the the, the cover, and then you have no adverse effects from being in there. Yeah. But you didn't anyway, in the first, unless it was like a magical wood. Yeah. Actually, yeah. tell you what, stalker standard that that wouldn't be the game against Tommy Tommy Tucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that is the best advertisement right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. If if you're gonna win any game, yeah, that's <laughs> then, the game. then it's gonna be that game. And if you can, that was the item that won me the game. So, I mean, I like it. Uh, I as I said, I only used it in this one game, but I like it in the sense that you can reach some armies. Yeah, and and the terrain thing is yeah. that's what how it won me the game. So, the, actually, a question: Do you ignore like if somebody casts a spell? I don't know if they exist anymore, but spells which give you danger terrain on the units when they move. Yeah. Do you, you ignore that as well? Yeah. You, yeah, you and that's also, really good. I'm not sure there are such spells anymore. There's no such spells. I think maybe like the, shamanism? the shamanism one. Is it still there? I think it's dangerous terrain. Yeah. yeah, because that was always like when you got the dangerous terrain one and two. One thing though that that argues heavily in favor of the stalker standard is that if you do have a ruin in your. It's not stalker standard by the way, Drew. Ah. It's stalker standard. It's, uh... No, I'm wrong. No, I should think it's. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's strider before. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're both. 
It's not a Stalker Standard. No, I think it is. Stalker Standard with the 8th edition name. You're right, Casimir. Okay. No, no, it's Stalker's Stalker's now. Now we're going to (laughs) look. So, Casimir, what what are you saying, man? While I look it up, what else do you have on your list? I think I went through Yeah, you went through the list. So, so basically, a big block of of Necropolis cards. And and the the characters are all going in the Necroguard, right? That was the thing. (laughs) They didn't before. I mean, the, the. So. I bought this Archer Bunker to put my wizard in, but uh, this game, which we'll come to, that wasn't that great of an idea. So we're th- I was thinking on my way here that maybe, uh, or actually I was listening to the the podcast uh, from not the uh, Thundercocks, but the other British podcast, like the Fantasy The Fantasy War Game And he had this yeah. game against... I listened to this yeah, today, actually. Against the Undying Dynasty player who had the wizard in his bunker, or in the uh, Necropolis card. And then he that got him to charge his whole army into that Necropolis card. Here. <laughs> that got me to thinking, what if I put my wizard into the Necropolis card just to bait people to charge in there so I can you know kill stuff? Yeah, because frankly, when the Hierophant dies, it doesn't really do yeah, that much. The only yeah, thing is that you... Because really yeah. you have like literally 10 bubble anyway. Yeah. And the, the feeling I have is that if you commit your Necropolis card, you leave the bunker so open, so you probably lose it anyway, in yeah. my opinion. I mean, it doesn't I always happen. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. Stalker standards, also, free motherfucker. Damn it. <laughs> well, I did say stalker standards. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. Well, anyway, we all agree. Everybody all agree now. Okay, so the game today. No, no I want to. I want to point something out. That the Harrison going in the unit also gives them a six plus region save. Yeah, which is ah, it's good versus shooting. That's smart as well. Yeah. And if you put him in the corner, you can protect him sometimes. Yeah, because you can drag your opponent. So let's say that your opponent sends an assassin unit to kill the the mage. Yeah. If the mage is on the corner with his buddy bro, the pharaoh, on his right, two dudes hanging out. Like, so My nigga. <laughs> and the pharaoh will always just smack anything that comes within a hundred miles of him, and and you drag a lot of models down to the necropolis. Guys were like, on the ship. Well, haven't got this. It's more like chink, chink, chink. Oh, they actually don't have dual weapons in your oh, no, no, They have the halberds. Yes, halberds. Which there's absolutely no reason to take. <laughs> also, pretty. I'd like. You have to like. There's only one company in in the whole wide world with additional hardware for models right now, and that's the Tabletop Miniature Solutions. Yeah. They're not released yet, but they it's, cost so much money, and they're I mean not that good. I no. would say they look a little bit shitty for what you pay. It's actually redunk that the that the helmet is more expensive than the paired weapons yeah. upgrade because mathematically, against unless you're fighting. Why are you paired weapons? Just models. Uh, I don't have any models for yeah. yeah, so current. Mathematically, the only time that uh, Strength 5 is better, I, I think I did the math, is if you're finding one of saves. It's the only time. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, because, I mean, the main thing is that I think you you're going to see a lot of one of saves this time. Oh, yeah. I think you will. I mean, but Demon, I, Prince, Lion, Chariot. But are they going to go in yeah. there anyway, though? That's the question. I mean, yeah. The idea the is hair in there. the idea is that you have against the one-off saves you have with paired weapons, you double your attacks in the front rank. Obviously, that means you have more hits coming through. More poison. Yeah, more, more poison. More. more lethal strike. Yeah. What? I said killing blow instead of lethal. Oh. <laughs> so I think, and and not to mention the fact that if you're running forty necropolis guards, you save forty points by giving them additional hand weapons instead of the helpers. Yeah. Mm, it's true. 
Yeah, so maybe that will be a small change in the future if you get the right models. They should just drop the, the you, shield yeah. for free and yeah, I mean, exchange shield for halberd for one point or pad weapons for one point also. They're equally Some, good. Yeah, yeah, something like that would be reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, the game today, it was Casimir against my Highborn Elves. Yep. Um, I'm running an Ancient Dragon list. Um, if you listen to the last part of the show, you will get the list that I'm talking about. And I decided to go with the Divination uh, Mage rather than the Alchemy BSB. And that's the only difference. Um, yeah, so Casimir deployed first, pretty much. Yeah, it's kind of hunkered up in a corner. I got to choose sides, so I chose the side with like uh, less big impassable trains in front of me. Or, and uh, just or sat in a corner, yeah. pretty much my, put both catapults in the corner, yeah, yeah. then the casket same. next to the catapults yeah. in the corner. <laughs> it looked <laughs> really cool, actually. Yeah. It would have been a little bit better if the casket was in the middle. Yeah, I, the thing was, I used to put the casket in the middle, but then the pro I used to have this problem that they got killed, and, and then they blew up. <laughs> <laughs> Everything got killed. Uh, not anymore. That almost happened today. Actually. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and uh, I deployed pretty much facing you with my uh, my spearman on the left and the bolt throwers spread out just because when the scorpion comes up, I didn't want you to be able to kill them all. Yeah. And if you're gonna kill one, then avoid the panic tests and stuff like that. Pretty much spread out. First turn, Casimir stood there. I took did first turn. Yeah. Fuck all. I think oh, you killed a couple of yeah. reavers. Yeah, yeah, I, I shot the reavers, but there was one little guy. There was one left. Yeah, because you very important reaver yeah, left. You vanguarded <laughs> the reavers, yeah. like the arrow storm. I vanguarded them up in a line so that he couldn't see the swordmasters. That was oh, the plan. Yeah, like we t we talked yeah. a lot about this. Yeah. Most of you was the the purpose of the reavers is, is redirect and screen, and they yeah. do it amazingly. Yeah, and they did both in this game. Yeah, yeah. I mean value. For me, in my from my point of view, my archers couldn't really reach anything else, so I felt yeah, like I might yeah. as well just shoot them away. But it was a bit annoying that they didn't die. It was. I think it was quite lucky that there was one left. Yeah, I think. And one is almost the best number. To have, yeah, so. one is the best number because yeah. I could just yeah. then I'm like, yeah. oh, I could just throw it away. Yeah, and that's what I did. I put it right in front of your bunker so you couldn't charge me when I moved up. Bunker, that's hardly yeah. a bunker. That's Death, Death Star. Yeah, that's Death Star. <laughs> it's literally a Death Star because yeah, they're yeah. actually dead. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, I just moved everything up. I was like, okay, come at me, bro, with the dragon. Yeah. Just he was hiding behind the hill in the first turn, and then they're like, fuck it. I got a lucky shield on me. Let's go. Yeah. Let's I think go. The best you part was that you were, you were considering putting it still on the behind the hill, yeah. and I said, no, no, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you made me see the light, and I was like, fuck this shit. Pushed it forward, pushed the spearman forward, everything went forward. Um, I threw, had a 8 dice magic face. Yep. Against eight, uh, 8 against 5. I was like, 4 dice magic missile on the Sphinx, dispelled it. 4 dice magic missile on the Sphinx, double 6. Boom, boom. <laughs> it was a 3d6 uh, yep. banishment, I'll drink. Yeah. <laughs> Thingy, you wound on four, four plus yeah. judgment. Something about no, uh, unerring strike. But the face know. face judgment it, is the first one I cast. And it wasn't very unerring, I think. No, it wasn't very unerring. Yeah. Four four out of five wounds on the sphinx and blew up. It means it doesn't miss, I think. Okay, yeah. fair enough. So yeah. I mean, you you roll like something like eleven hits. Yeah, it was. Uh, I rolled sixteen oh, on 16. the miscast. It's like the mage is on fire right now. It's like, oh! <laughs> it's like the Ilario model, so she was more of a squeal. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, I'm literally on fire, but it's kind of awesome. <laughs> so yeah, she took four wounds off the Sphinx, and <clears throat> she lost the spell, 
two wounds and killed 14 archers. Like a hollow Two archers. This is all. This always happens to your poor, poor archers. Yeah. It's like they're marching up, crowd and everything, and they they got this. <laughs> They got this retard on the chain. <laughs> <laughs> and they know it's like it's like a fanatic but but, a but very rare and more explosive. <laughs> uh. Yeah, and uh, so I was a bit disappointed that I didn't kill it. I think I rolled eleven hits and only wounded on yeah. four. We talked about this though. Yeah. Statistically, it's more or less fifty fifty whether or not it dies or stands there with one wound. Yeah. Yeah, well, on average, I roll a little bit above average, so I got 11 instead of 10, yeah. and then maybe, it should have been 5 wounds, and maybe you save 1. That's so thing, right? it was about average, yeah. but yeah, come see, come sir. Next turn? Yeah, I, so I basically I got to shoot the dragon. I missed. This guy was being stressed and dropping the arrows, <laughs> and like the dead guys were like, I don't have any eyes, so I can't really aim. <laughs> no, but the, don't you remember, like the fluff about the arrows is that they go up in the air yeah. and then they turn and like just shoot ah, on the yes, thing that they yes. can shoot. That's yeah. why they hit them five plus all the time. Yeah. But it didn't work. It's like whole year tires. However, the kind of smart, but at the same yeah. time retarded. However, <laughs> the casket took four wounds off the dragon. Yeah, so basically, I tried to, to shoot the touch of a reaper this time on the dragon, dispelled. And, uh, but then the, the cheeky little casket went through. And there's three dice on each of ten, but four wounds. Yeah. Because the cheap dice. The cheap dice. dice. Cheap dice. Yeah. Coming at you. Roll high. Yeah. Roll 14 on three dice. Yeah. <laughs> took four wounds. Well, three wounds from Lucky Shield. Actually, and, uh, that yeah. negates a hit. Yeah. So that wouldn't have worked. Because you just lose wounds. So did I just kill the dragon? No, it would have taken. Would have used. Removed another hit, but it wouldn't have removed the bad hit. Would've oh yeah, so you could have yeah. yeah. Dangerous strain is also yeah. counting as a hit. Yeah. yeah, no, but the thing is, you could have after you, because you hit it. Yeah. Oh, it's a wound, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, lucky shield is actually a hit. Okay, so you would you would have actually killed the dragon. Yeah, because no, it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah, because all the arrows that hit you. But, it, but he didn't. Hits. He didn't take. He didn't take any wounds from arrows. He no, doesn't he matter. Took he only hit. dangerous. It's dangerous. But the, 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 the casket. The casket oh, hits and yeah. that was a hit, right? No, no, no. no the casket. When yeah, it blows is, up. When it blows up is a hit. Yeah, but my. Point, but that was the last. My point the is. Yeah, this before I rolled to before before you rolled to wound. I mean, we show the casket does the four wounds. They go through because they're not hits. You just lose wounds. And then the archers shoot at you. Yeah. They hit you. But they don't do any wounds, uh, but yeah, that doesn't sure. matter, so the lucky shield's gone. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be the first hit. Yeah, yeah. first hit. First hit. Okay. So, the dragon's dead, you won. Join him. <laughs> <laughs> Henry cheated. <laughs> it's okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Moral we, we just, yeah. Stop the podcast! <laughs> <laughs> it's over! <laughs> Henry storms out. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah that, let's let's, let's does, ignore that. Yeah. Does, does <laughs> the casket now say... I don't know. That wound we should probably hit really that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it probably is that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's probably. I mean, yeah, you, know, you, no, say, no, you no, say no. that, but being more than you. <laughs> I think I'm just going to check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, in, anyway, let's continue. Yeah, in, so, in, in my turn, um, actually, no, you should. You charged into the Reaver in the flank with the chariot. Oh, right? yeah, because, okay, so what he had done, he had like, you had triple marched the spearmen up on one flank in front of a couple of chariots. Yeah. And uh, I thought that. I think, I think you, you're underestimating, you're understating this a little bit. I just pushed my 35 spearmen into your face <laughs> and said, Come at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's the, you, like, right in front of your three chariots. Yeah, like, <laughs> <"Turn it on!" laughs> yeah. 
just like triple march right in front of your whole army and be like, just come at me, come at me. If you want to charge me, charge me. I tried to come at you, but then, so basically, <laughs> so what I'm the most about it's like, fuck, I left the parking brake on in my chariot. <laughs> so, so I, like, I, I charged the chariots right into the, the spear room, but also there was this one reaver in front of the necropolis guard. Who took 12 impact hits. Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> so, so I was, <laughs> no, the thing was, I thought I would charge him, I could charge him in the side with other chariots, and they would, like, overrun into the spearman. I was like, this is a great idea, look at all these impact hits on the spearman. But then, after I charged, I realized that I could actually charge in such a way that I would overrun into the dragon, and lock him into place for one turn. And uh, so then I took 12 input hits and just yeah, destroyed it. You know, you know, you know that rebound just went, yeah! <laughs> 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 And then the faithful moment of eight inches to Oberon was fist right into the dragon, lock him in place, get a, a much nicer, you know, like, game to play, maybe charge the dragon, something else, roll zone. Need an eight roll zone. So right. that that allowed that, my that was, yeah, yeah. So in my turn, that basically allowed my dragon to charge the wizard bunker. Yeah, like clip on the side because I forgot to. So that was like a big blunder on mine again. Is uh, that I didn't uh, I didn't block like the far side on wizard bunker. Yeah, the, the so he could charge the corner, which. Well, thoughtfully, I put my mage on that corner as well. Yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> I am a very nice guy. Yeah. 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 It's like fuck this guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> performing. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the the way that it worked was the the necropolis necrolopolopolop guard. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they called. The necropolis guard. They were like you, you were trying to screen the archers from them, so I couldn't land. Yeah. But you'd like. Yeah, I focused on like the the yeah. right corner, so I left the left corner. Yeah, right. but because I I was in range to charge, mm. but the far the far corner was was I could actually complete the charge to the far corner, so all I had to do was. Excuse me. Roll the roll the charge distance correct in like get the charge in. Yeah. Then I could finish the charge because I'm a flyer with a far corner. Yeah. And that was quite important actually for the game because it allowed me to kill your hierophant and yeah, and get into your backfield. Yeah. But also you took a lot of dangerous trains. So I mean, what I found yeah, they were was just this, in the hill in yeah, the like forest. This dragon just kind of like I didn't really manage to do anything like nice to dragon, but it kind of almost killed itself from dangerous train. Yeah. Now we're gonna find out if it actually killed itself from dangerous train. Right? Yeah, I'm I'm still looking at. Uh, if we can casket this in the beginning, like at the characters. Isn't mm -hmm. characters? Yeah, exactly. You pick characters. So, the casket, the divine steps cursed. <laughs> Sorry, foreshadowing. Yeah, suffers one wound of armor. Yeah, so yeah. you would have probably. But, so, but how does dangerous strain then work? Is the dangerous strain also wounds or? Yeah. Then, then it, uh, dangerous strain is one hit with armor piercing. Oh yeah, but you would have lost. I would have lost the shield from yeah. the from the archers, right? Yeah, we get those. But let's let's ignore that fact for the purposes of. The... <laughs> yeah. So, so the the dragon. We need to go back. Put all the balls back. <laughs> Set the table up again. Yeah. Reverse. <laughs> So yeah, the dragon charged into the over the top into the archer bunker. Yep. Um, I moved my swordmasters up. Oh, I know. I charged the two chariots off that had failed to reach yeah, exactly. the reach the dragon yeah, with the swordmasters. I killed them and then reformed into a really long line. Yeah, like, which was tw like, a twelve wide swordmaster line with one at the back. Yeah. So do you know, like, you know, this scene in the beginning of the first Lord of the Rings movie when all the elves? In front of the <laughs> I mean, that was basically the line, like one line of just one rank, one, one rank of elves. <laughs> yeah, and as, as soon as the Necropolis guard charged the next turn. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, you killed like 17. Killed 17. I mean, I had, I had re-rolls to hit off. High initiative troops is like the, the saddest of times for the Cropless Guards, yeah. I think. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, the, that's basically what happened. Um, in the next turn, the Necropolis Guard charged the Swordmasters. They yeah. lost a lot, but killed all the Swordmasters. Yeah. Then you reformed to face the Spearmen that had... Yeah, so I, I, I could either like kind of face the Mage Bunker, or I reformed the other side to face the, uh, the Spearmen. And I got convinced, because I didn't even know my own rules, but as we'll find out, I reformed to face the, the Spearmen, because there's like a good reason. Yeah, which we'll get to. Yeah. So in the meantime, the Dragon killed the Casket, the casket blew up and did the second to last wound on the dragon. Yeah, with like let's talk about that, that the rule is really stupid for This the is the most ridiculous rule. Yeah. Like I didn't know this rule, and now I've seen it. It's the most fucking ridiculous <laughs> rule I've ever seen in Ninth Age. So <sighs> Yeah, so basically yeah. I mean if if all any Undying Dynasties players remember the glory dice of one point zero, there was a signature spell which did like a a lot of strength one hits with arm piercing to anybody near you. And instead of removing it, they decided, why don't we put this retarded rule onto the casket instead? So now the casket does 3d3 plus 3 strength 1 arm piercing 6 hits to any unit within 12. When it dies. When it dies. And the, the, the annoying part is that you need to roll so many dice, and then you need to look at the dice, half them, round up. Okay, like, I, plus I, don't, three, I don't know if it's me that's. Just a bit retarded or slow. Like I'm sure, I'm sure Tommy Tucker probably takes about half an hour to work out what 3d3 plus 3 is, like how many hits that is. Because that's it's retarded. I mean, 3d3 plus 3. Like, come on. Yeah, I I work with math every day, and that's hard for me. Like, I need a program. is nine on average. Yeah, but, average, but, but you but have to roll it. You have to like roll it. Like, I didn't like work. Okay, like, I rolled a six. That's three. Oh, I rolled a, a three. How many is that? Like, oh yeah, that's two. Okay, that's five. I'm a master's degree. Casimir has a PhD. We we struggle with three D three plus three. Like come on. I'm the stupidest guy in the conversation, and I'm not having any issues with it. Okay. Basically, they should just make this two d six. I mean, this, yeah. yeah. Strength one, I'm facing six. Like, come on. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the idea is. I mean, as as Christopher pointed out, it's it's there, it's there to kind of kill the character that that did the wounds. Yeah. And it, it's kind of a cool rule, like the curse, like the same. Yeah, kind I mean, of it's nice. Pharaoh's it was especially curse. nice, but like, uh, if we go back. Is to, there a like, curse on the pharaoh? If you yeah, get, yeah, actually, it's like, but it's only a one single hit. Okay. But I mean, I think. The thing was that if you go back like a long time where the casket was much more powerful, like back in the eighth edition and so on, it made sense because the casket like added so much to your magic face and so on. So you killed it, it explodes. So like it's negative for both the Tomb King player and the opponent all yeah. because everything takes damage. Yeah. But now the casket is kind of a bit meh. Yeah. And it still explodes. I I, I don't know why. Like maybe it could just explode on the guy killing it or something. Just make yeah. it simpler. Yeah. Just roll less dice. Yeah, I think it's just a, a rule that's not needed. Yeah. But anyway, so the dragon killed that. I, I did not want to overrun because I didn't want to run into the forest because <laughs> yeah. I only had one wound. It left. was like this little, little lip just, of a forest. It was literally like three millimeters yeah. of forest that if I overrun into the connect, into the catapult, yeah. then I would take tests. And Casimir kindly pointed out that I, if I didn't overrun, I would be within too short a range for the yeah, catapults to actually shoot my dragon. Because at this point the dragon has one wound left. Yeah, so it was it was pretty close to getting shot off. A yeah. 5 plus and a 4 plus and I'm gone. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, so I I neglected to overrun. Yep. And yeah, so then it went into your, my turn, pretty much your turn. Yeah, my turn. Your turn, and, and this is when you charge yeah. into the spearman with the yeah, pharaoh. Exactly. So I, I had no idea what was going to happen. But so how many how many were left? About I have to I have to be there for so, this. so there was like I think there was uh, not thirty five, but like maybe thirty guys there when I charged. Yeah, there was about thirty spearmen. Yeah, left. 30, thirty spearmen when I charged them, and I killed every single one before they like before leadership tests. I think. Yeah, there was probably two or three left. Yeah, maybe two or three left. Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys. So I, I actually killed I killed six Necrodiglidodos. Necrodopolopolis. Yeah. You. I mean, I'm coming in there and I'm like asking Casimir's like, do I go for that unit or do I go for the spearman? And I'm like, wait a second, you have the Vanquish Eternal on your Pharaoh, don't you? Eternal. Yeah. 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 Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's yeah, called yeah. Vanquish Internal. Because it vanquishes eternally. Yeah. And it really does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Using the Lord of Rings analogy. Again. Yeah, well, maybe you should get to tell it yourself. No, I think you're, you're a better storyteller. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it. And like the the necropolis gods are like kind of slow compared to the elves, so a couple of them yeah. go down, and it clearly enrages the pharaoh like <laughs> dramatically. We're, we're, we're talking, you know, critical mass. This guy is like he's like shaking, he's like shivering, <laughs> and the fucking plate's on fire, and he just goes like, okay, so the rule is, you do th- automatic hits on any model in on all models in base base combat. So that's three three spearmen. Three yeah. spearmen. Then you do citizen spurs drink. Whatever. <laughs> and then, and then, then you get to hit any model that could make supporting attacks against you on a 4+. plus. It's not a special attack. This is yeah. very important. Yeah, it says explicitly falls all the yeah. rules. Yeah. So it hits on a 4+. plus. However, Citizen Spears, being very elite and trained, they fight in extra rank. So at the end of the day, there's nine guys supporting the three guys in front. These nine guys are hit on a 4+. plus, And it benefits from hatred because mm. it's not a special attack. Obviously. So the Lord just goes fucking redonk. <laughs> just like, so it's three auto hits, yeah. nine on a four plus with yeah. rerolls. And he just goes like, and then like Lord of the Rings, Sauron, he just whacks the hell, like yeah. ten guys die. <laughs> One swing. Like, hello! So he literally killed ten elves yeah, yeah. in ten elves. one swing. And the amazing thing was, if, if it was have been light, white lions or anything with weapon skill five, it would have been exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. Actually, actually, the weapon—it would have been—it would have been less. It would have been less because you get free less. Yeah, yeah, like less, less hits. Oh yeah, yeah. And you're probably running white lines and. But then again, if it's white lines and you have thirty white lines, then it's like then you kill nine white lines or what? Yeah, something Something like that. that. It's pretty fine. Like, so yeah, ten was insane. So yeah, the pharaoh killed ten. Yeah. So basically, I thought that you bought this weapon to kill like monsters and all this kind of thing. Apparently, you, you buy it to kill anything, just, <laughs> just anything. How many points is the weapon? Uh, it's a uh, hundred and ten. Mm, pricey. Yeah, but it's. You I can mean, fit a four plus water. Yeah, in. exactly. You can fit the armor of destiny, which is uh, just like just ninety points. You can yeah. exactly. Have Unless the kit that you have, right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's. Before, if you like, if you cannot fit the four plus ward save, then suddenly it's not that good because the pharaoh pharaoh can just be sniped before he strikes or something. But uh, with the four plus ward save, it's I mean, like optimal. I mean, if you run him on foot, he has to be on foot. That's the bad thing. But yeah, it's crazy. So this this move actually um, charging the swordmasters took the catapults out of range of the general. 
Yeah. And um, even charging into the spearmen didn't allow you to get into, back into range. So the catapults were slowly crumbling. Yeah. And I think in this turn, one of them died. So yeah, basically, exactly. we were the dragon was there, and then in the corner of the game, we pretty much the whole game was played in this small yeah. corner. <laughs> thanks, God. thanks, God. Yeah, yeah. I, I like apparently I, I when I met Lasse as well, I also placed everything in the corner. Yeah. Because he was ambushing so. But the thing is, like playing ninth edition with a defensive army means you go in a corner. Yeah, I, it's just the way it is. I mean, I play King of Equitain the exact same yeah. way, and Rasmus plays. Empire of Stormstar, the exact same way. I can play my High Elves in this way if yeah. I need to. Yeah. And I wish I didn't have to, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the next thing that happened was the Necropolis Guard were moving up towards the Catapult, so I couldn't charge my Dragon in, and if I yeah. charged my Dragon in, they would be able to counter charge. Yeah. So, obviously, I declined to do this, and you... And, I think uh, I didn't. I, I think I turned to face actually the wizard bunker as well. Yeah, you turned to, to face the wizard to, bunker. Like, scared them off, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it, it was it was like yeah. a fourteen or fifteen charge. Yeah. For me, if I want to charge you, and you if you want to charge me, and I was yeah. just going to stand there. Yeah. Because that was the best the best option for me, and so uh, yeah, I shot everything at the bunker. Fire everything! <laughs> and I, I managed, to, I managed to kill the last, do the last wound on the catapult with magic. Yeah. And then that was pretty much the game. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I couldn't catch the dragon and I couldn't catch the wizard bunker basically. So I, yeah. I just like moved around. Oh, actually, I fired the catapult and killed the last archer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> He was carrying it like a, the, the gold. Yeah, the exactly. I got it, boys! I got it! I got it! And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a really fun game, actually. Yeah, yeah it's good. I don't know. What, I don't know what the end score was. I I won the scenario. Which yeah, I, I think like I mean, if it's you didn't do twenty like 15, nil, then maybe 5, nine, 16, but, no, probably more. Or no, actually, yeah, probably something like that. Like yeah, I mean, 17. I I had I had one unit of Lion Guard. Yeah. All my bolt throwers, the dragon, and my wizard left. Yeah, and I had, uh, I mean, less than 25 on the uh, Necropolis guard, but uh, then and again, the two Pharaoh characters. The... Pharaoh was the general, as well as the, uh, just a random hero. With is, a... is he a BSP? No, actually, no, it's, there's no point to give it. Because now when Swift Reform is automatic, the undead, like, why would you yeah. ever have a BSP? I, uh, I mean, just... I could see the point if you were running the big skeleton block. Yeah. For the for the benefit of having that the BSP yeah, and this, that combo. This dream run. Imagine three skeletons box next to each other, all sixty, just because of you want to make people you're know, like not allowed to play. So it's they're just annoying and lots of malls, and then you have these people. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I've uh, I've tried the the sixty skeleton build with just the BSP, and it doesn't work because they still die super quickly. Yeah. It, but if you gain, give them weapon skill from either the pharaoh or with prince the, or, or whatever. Can you can you give a weapon skill like within six inches. Yeah, you, there's an item where you can give that like okay. uh, bliss skill, weapon skill within six. Yeah, okay. It's really good if you if you don't want the the big pharaoh build, you go for the small the nomar. Yeah. Uh, you put the crown on him and keep him in the back because he's he's great because then he can he can be in the archers in a big unit of archers and yeah. give them ballistic skill three. And then when combat is joined, he can give the 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 spearmen, the skeleton spearmen, uh, weapon skill five without actually being in the unit. That's, that's solid. 
Yeah. It's a good build. It's a I good mean, build. The, the only thing which is sad with that build is that because you need to be always within six of the bunker, you can never be aggressive because you can yeah. charge away yeah. and get it both in spots. But what you need to know is that you can also upgrade him to Pharaoh, you can give him the crown, and then you can also give him the wizard hat. So he's a guy with double hats. Yeah, I have <laughs> the crown. He's like the, the wizard Pharaoh, you know? I, mean, I, I want to do this. I made, I made this list at one point with that exact build because I thought I could save the money on the on the Hierophant because I thought that the Hierophant has to take evocation. Yeah. And if I only have one mage, do I, am I forced to take evocation? Yeah. And so I, but then, no, no, no. no because they, they, they don't want to have fun, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a bit of a shame that they removed the wizard hat from, from, you know, moved it over towards only being on foot. Yeah. It should be, you can't have be it, have it on a large target, that would be fine. I think it should still be possible to have it on. And chariots because you want to make Cetra. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. That was my point, I wanted to make Cetra. Maybe, yeah, maybe there'll same. be some special characters or something soon. Yeah, hopefully. I, I really hope there will be special I haven't characters. seen it. They need yeah, to yeah. bring out new content. Soon. Yeah. The, I think the Warriors of Dark Gods is coming soon. Yeah. I've, I've, oh, I have back behind the scenes see, access, so when I get yeah. to see a little bit of what's going on, but I don't know when it's coming. Okay. When, when, I, when I'm saying new content, I mean new rules for new miniatures uh, or something along those lines. Not just reworking what's already there. Just I, I can promise you, from what I know, that the Warriors of the Dark Gods is going to be completely new. Yeah, but, and but I, I, I can say already now something that's already there. There's no like no new. There are so many new cool yeah. models. Yeah. Right. I would yeah. love to see some new rules and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe I mean, especially like specifically, one new unit for every army. Yeah, but also, I mean, personally, I wouldn't mind if they said that we release something which is not part of the main rule set. You yeah. just say that this is you can't play this in your tournament. There's but, a lot of homebrew but, stuff. But this, yeah, and, and the homebrew is nice. But I mean, unfortunately, I have a feeling that's really hard to use the homebrew unless it has kind of the official stamp. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you say that, hey, like here is a. Official, you know, like, yeah, like official non-tournament stuff. I think yeah. that would go over a lot better than the homebrew yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, I agree. Like it a needs, special character. It needs it needs some kind of like label. Yeah, yeah, you could just say this unit is new. It's in beta stage. Exactly. Yeah. Susceptible to change. Yeah. You can use it not in tournaments, but you can use it for friendly games and test it out. And yeah. but they but they will change. Yeah, because yeah. it's hard to turn up yeah. in a friendly game and say I'm going to use this homebrew unit yeah, which yeah, I yeah. made, yeah, and yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah sure, yeah, sure. Right. You, you need kind of like a. <laughs> I think this is a discussion for another podcast. Yeah. But uh, back to Battle of Copenhagen. So, how do you feel, Casimir? We're we're gonna play tomorrow. Uh, how do you feel after after today's practice game? So the thing was that uh, when I was making this list, I thought like I'm not gonna take any extra models because uh, it's gonna be too too much of a hassle because I don't want to rewrite my list. But after this, I might rewrite my list. We still have some models. Yeah. Um, exactly. How how are you gonna change your list? So I think that. One of the things I, I want to try is to make a list where you put the uh, the mage into the uh, necropolis guard and maybe give him like a four up war save or something. So you can he's kind of protected, but he's also kind of a bait. Exposed, yeah. Yeah, so I mean... That's why he's got his bro. Yeah. <laughs> this is because, my man. Because it's, it's the big dude. It's the fair bro. Yeah. And, then, and then you got like this big guy like... <laughs> <laughs> Like that, oh, that he's that having wrong. him on a leash, you know, like <laughs> he's got like the shimmering plate, and he's like ready to get set loose on something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, mostly because what you want people to do is to charge that unit, mm. and uh, in that sense, I mean, you don't really mind that much if the wizard dies, as we said, because the only thing that happens is that you lose the magic. But I think you can live with losing the magic, especially if it's late game. 
I didn't think your magic was that good. Yeah, me neither. I mean, of course, it might be better in other Can matchups. Can you choose divination? No. You need to have one guy with evocation because okay. they don't want us to have fun. So you're not allowed to, <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to, to, to have a... To, I mean, that's the weirdest thing, but uh, yeah. You're not allowed to have a wizard, which it is... It does. Magic. I would say that from a fluff perspective, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make sense that a magically animated army doesn't have a mage with evocation. It, yeah. it, it doesn't yeah. make sense. I, I, I mean, can in some sense, yeah, well. okay. But my counter argument would be that uh, I would uh, see that, uh, I mean, an under the, like a vampire counts, whatever they're called now, drink, yeah. uh, is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like that guy, he is like an evocation wizard, which uh, is raising the dead and stuff, whereas these, uh, like, Undying Dynasties are these light worshipping or sun worshipping guys who are. A much more like different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they shoot. I mean, I imagine that they like you know they they, they don't use like the, the same dark magics, and the, that would mean that this guy has like would use for example I mean, divination, we, which we, is uh, completely we, different. Yeah. We talked a little bit today that you could have like a really cheap wizard with one spell on evocation as your hierophant. Yeah. And then have. But he's not really cheap. He's 160 points. Yeah. Yeah, but that's 80 old money, and you get plus one. Yeah, but but. But at the same time, it's, new money is less money than old money yeah, was before. Exactly, because yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe in 5,000 I would agree, but in yeah. 4,500 it's really hard to fit yeah. that in. But on the, on the contrary, going for evocation does mean that you get two spells for the price of one with a level one. Because yeah. you get the really great evoke spell, yeah. there's no arguing that. Yeah, yeah, and then great. you gain another random one. So if any army could do it, it's actually evocation, or any tri- uh, yeah. path could do it. So I guess you probably didn't bring two, no. <laughs> two I mean, wizards with I, you. To be honest, I decided to take evocation mostly because I haven't played a game in like months so uh, <laughs> it's better that i i know what evocation kind of does so yeah. i don't want to be that guy who stands around with the spells and like oh what does this do yeah, what yeah. does that do and like you have to i already take a long time to decide so i don't want to take more time so. okay i have a question for you are you going to put a champion in your arch unit <laughs> if i run the uh, the mage in the necropolis card then no <laughs> well i might i i, I yeah i probably yeah. so I think... why why would why would a champion in your current build in your archers be a good thing yeah because then when the dragon charges me he doesn't eat my heart the first time <laughs> for free no 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 i mean the worst part is that i used to always do this i i was saying this before that i i like my regular opponent before was a voice of chaos player they have to charge they have to challenge right yeah, so yeah. i always put that little ugly champion in there i have a champion in every single unit exactly and he's like uh, i have my cool disc lord with like his Swords of Death and stuff, and yeah. and then my champion challenges. Yeah, he kills the champion. I raise the champion. Yeah, <laughs> and you will find actually like a lot of characters are more be- are better on the charge. Yeah. yeah, so like a Pegasus guy from yeah. the Dread Elves or the yeah. whatever. I, I will put it. I will, so, okay, I will put the champion. I'm making the commitment. Yeah. Now. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm running full command in any infantry. Even on like MSU. Yes, yeah, because the multiple banners can also come in, especially. Yeah, so if you can kind of do something, if you have a character and you have him on lockdown, especially into in, in what they call now Pharaoh Kingdom, Dying Kingdom, and you drank too much gin. They should be called Pharaoh Kingdoms. It would make sense though, wouldn't it? <laughs> okay, I think we're going to take a break here. Uh, we're going to come back after the break. We're going to talk about a little bit of Warriors of the Dark Gods. Um, talk about some Dread Elves, some Highborn Elves. You hear my list, Rasmus's list for Battle of Copenhagen, which is the tournament we're playing tomorrow. And uh, yeah, 
So thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. So, Christian, we have a we have a rule that if you if you get the wrong name for something, then you have to drink. Okay. So, just to warn you in advance. All right, then I'm getting ready. <laughs> to drink a lot. <laughs> welcome to Amazon Podcast, or rather, welcome back to Amazon Podcast. We already have a little episode ready we did last weekend. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Henry P. Miller is here, and I am with Rasmus and a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Christian, but in the U.S. I usually go by Red because of my weird Facebook name, which was Red Holiday. Yeah. So uh, if you know Shyhammer Fantasy Battles from YouTube, he came up with that. Um, so now I just go by Red. <laughs> we can call you Red. That's fine. Whichever you want. It was a little like, confusing actually when you added me on Facebook. <laughs> I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> and you had That's these, a weird name. Yeah, you had these like uh, dance. You did say you did break dancing. Yeah. It looked like mm-hmm. a dance team. I was like. I don't know a dance team. <laughs> <laughs> and then, That's exactly what it is. And then I got your message after all oh, I added you. I was like, oh crap, I had to add you again. <laughs> so yeah, um, Christian's here, a special guest on the podcast. You've come to Copenhagen for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. I guess you're on holiday. Uh, sort of. Uh, Trump holiday? Trump holiday. <laughs> Trump holiday. <laughs> so my visa expired. I'm a PhD student in the US, and so I have to go home to Denmark, where I'm from, to renew my visa to go back. So, so one of those Trump special rules, you know. <laughs> so you're, you're hearing it direct on the podcast, getting political. Yeah. <laughs> Starting out strong. <laughs> you're stopping ninth age players from playing in their local matters. <laughs> so I think what we will talk about first is uh, we'll have a little bit of a chat with Christian and talk about how the American meta, you're from Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. How it's a little bit different to the Danish meta. I mean, you've played three games now here in Copenhagen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk maybe how they went. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they went really well. <laughs> and then we'll do a little bit of build-up for the Battle of Copenhagen, which is here in one week's time. And we'll, Rasmus and I, we're going to talk about our lists and what we expect from the tournament. So first, Christian, um, tell us about yourself, tell us what you play, tell us about your experiences in America and then maybe how they differ to your experience so far in Copenhagen. Okay, um, well I'm a fairly, first of all I'm a new player, right, so yeah. I've only played for two years tops and um, everybody that I play with have been playing for at least ten years, right, yeah. so there's a steep <laughs> learning curve. included. Yeah, exactly, um, and I was telling this guy earlier, like, I've never met anybody yet, haven't played anybody yet, who's also a new player. So that's something to talk about, like how do we get more new players into the community. But yeah, I've been playing for two years. How did you get into the game? Um, so like I said, I'm a 
competitive breakdancer, and <laughs> I'm also a PhD student, and so... So girls, <laughs> line up at the door? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there are very... You'd be surprised, there are very few women in breakdancing. There's very little women to be found in PhD as well. So. <laughs> and also in that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think you're doing all the wrong things. So, so I'm you choose Warhammer. That's sort of picked the wrong paths here. Um, and so I needed something to relax, right? Something that's not stressful and not as competitive. And um, I had these old models laying around that my parents were going to throw out from when I was a kid. And suddenly I felt nostalgic. So I transported them from Denmark back to the U.S. Paid overprice. Oh, so expensive. In the in my on my suitcase, right, to get them over there. Okay. And so and I looked at them and they were on the shelf. And I was like, why don't I try Warhammer again? And I just reached out to the people in Chicago in the Dice Dojo, which is our club slash the store where we play. Um, and they, I mean, they just introduced me to the game. Um, it was fairly smooth, right? I just went down there and then. I got hammered a bunch <laughs> of times until I sort of learned the basics, um, and I started picking up a lot of secondhand models, right? So yeah. most of my stuff is like weirdly converted. Um, but it's it's been interesting because most of the people I play with go to tournaments re like on a frequent basis, and I I'm not that competitive, right? So I play yeah. maybe a tournament every two months or so. Okay, right? that, I mean that's that's pretty much what I would say we do here. Yeah. we just, we play a lot. And maybe you want to have a quick shout out to your friends at the Dice Dojo. You said they're listeners of the podcast. Yeah, for sure, right? Um, that's actually how I found you guys because my friends told me that they listened to it. So, so people in a... Chicago, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the Dice Dojo and Shy Hammer Fantasy and Judson and Merle and Luke and everybody over there. Ian um, that I play with on a frequent basis, <laughs> teaching me how to not put myself in the... So I get charged in the flank and in the rear. It's so, always useful. So you, you've said hello to your friends um, out there in America, but how 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 does the how is the level different from from back in the states to so far you've experienced in so America? I, I mean, in I Denmark. gotta be honest, right? Like you guys are really fucking hardcore. You <laughs> <laughs> play really well. So I did. I mean, I made. I came over here with a list that I've been doing pretty pretty well with in the US, <laughs> right? I've, I've been practicing for this tournament that I couldn't go to because. I had to come here, right? Because of Trump. Um, so we play 5,000 points in the US right now. You guys play 4,500. But um, is, that yeah. big, is that a big difference? For me, at least, it is. Um, Were you just saying that? <laughs> I think I know. I think it does make a substantial difference. Yeah. I, th I think uh, extra 500 points is probably the difference between like a wizard or another substantial unit. Yeah. I can't. I must make the games a bit different. Uh, two or three extra units. Yeah. Yeah. Two smaller, ball smaller units. Yeah. But either way, I've, I mean, I've played three games over here. I've been tabled <laughs> in every single game. So, um, but also, I mean, people have different strategies, right? Yeah, and sure. I'm trying to put my finger on anything specific, which I'm failing at right now. But I mean, you've also seen. I, I, can, I don't know. Did you have a few games here today? Yeah, we had uh, played Simon yeah. two times and then uh, Christian. Yeah. Okay, so you've probably seen a few armies as well, as well as ones that you've played right. against. Yeah. So do you do you feel that there's like a different meta? It is a little hard to say yet, but yeah, pro I mean, they're, they're always the same. Yeah, because I mean, right? I, I'm I listen to a lot of podcasts and right. I listen, I watch YouTube a bit, mm -hmm. and and from what I can tell, like the elves seem to be ruling the meta in in the states. Yeah. Uh, they seem to be doing really well. It, it, Sounds do, is, about right to me. Yeah. Like, do you do you have that kind of consideration when you're building a list? 
For me personally, no, because I mean, <laughs> my group of players is fairly. I'm fairly isolated, right? Yeah. Because I don't play as many tournaments, so I usually just build a list for the people I'm gonna play. Yeah. Just like a Vermin Swarm player, a Sylvan Elf player, and another Warrior player, right? Yeah. So. Um, oh, and this one guy that plays demons as well, right? Okay. So that's that's like who I usually play. There's not much demons in our meta. There's one guy that plays demons really well, but yeah, I not as many in Denmark as yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what was in your list today? Oh, what was in it? Yeah. What um, did you have? How how did you change it from? Well, let's let's go through what your list was, and then we talk about how you changed from maybe from your five thousand point list. Okay, so I ran. Uh, a block of 25 sword and board pestilence warriors with a poison banner, full command. Uh, I did two sets of hell riders uh, with a whip. Uh, I did six once chosen wrath halberds. Um, I, I think they're really good. Yeah, yeah. I like them better with good. flails. But and you had like what two two units of ten. Chosen. Yeah, two un- I, I'm trying to do the whole thing with two units of ten lusty chosen with Helberts. <laughs> yeah, they, they seem to be the, like, yeah. the go-to unit. Yeah, with, the, with the nine-tail uh, yeah, standard. nine-tail banner. Um, and it's just fun to say that I'm attacking with my lusty warriors. It just, <laughs> just sounds so great, right? Um, what else did I put in there? I had a chariot, just a regular yeah. chariot, and um, a lord. lord. Yeah, lord and chariot, pestilence. Um, so he has a one-up armor, he has Bluffer's Helmet, uh, four war save, uh, great weapon. Sounded unkillable, careful. Yeah, except, except, you know, he got the spike. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he gives the spike from Alchemy first turn and takes three wounds. <laughs> so that didn't go were so you, well. Were you on reroll to wound? No. Was it the first spell of the game? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that went downhill then. Mm-hmm. So, um, Rasmus, you, you said that his list wasn't very well thought out. Like, what would you say was the the bad part of this list? As I was like talking about all simple, like hammer and anvil. Yeah. All right. The twenty-five warriors, I think they're really good, but they were too much on anvil. I wasn't able to kill them all. Most of them, when I charged with my death star and my telegraphs on the side, but when he strike back, he didn't kill as many. I think you kill right. like four or five or something, and you won't how you should have. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah and I think I relied too much on the poison banner, right? Like, oh, if, poison attacks. If, if, if you had uh, like great weapons or hellbots, number you killed like lots of them. But the problem too is I had um, had these six once chosen lined up, right? And he just managed to successfully pick off three in the shooting phase. Two shooting phases, killing three of them. Yeah. And then he he failed charge like a really long charge, and then I could counter charge with a chariot. No. Okay. Done. Yeah. Um, Same on the other side. Yeah. My chair just failed this job. And I had, a, I had an alchemy wizard in there, um, three spells, and wizard master, and a BSB with like the Sprouter Rebirth or whatever okay. it's called. Regen. Yeah. Um, and the Hardened Shield, which I kind of end up biting me in the ass because I guess I hadn't read well enough. <laughs> so I didn't realize you get the minus initiative for the yeah. Hardened Shield. So I was like, yeah, he's fast. <laughs> he's not fast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm initiative seven. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. He, he's yeah. initiative two. <laughs> is it minus five initiative? No, but he's, minus, he's initiative six normal. Minus, minus three for the hard shield, minus pestles. one for pestles. Mm. Yeah. So he's kind of slow. He's <laughs> really slow. He's a really big fat like. Yeah. yeah. He's really fast to an ogre. <laughs> so um, what happened in the game? 
any any uh, apart from the the law taking <laughs> the, free wounds. The law taking out of combat. Uh, walking into some redirectors, winning the flanks. Yeah. Hammering my Death Star into your unit. Yeah, I tried to I tried to use my Hellriders to redirect the sort of his big Death Star yeah. and end up doing some bad placement. So he ran into my Hellriders like he should. And then he was supposed to overrun and sort of get away from my other stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I accidentally parked those ten, uh, those lusty chosen. <laughs> I parked them wrong, so he just. Are they, are they female war, female models? Uh, four of them are. Okay. So I have all of my characters are females right now. So I have a female general, a female BSB. Um, I do have a female sorcerer at home, but she's back in the U.S. Um, so I think I can. I can probably at this point make it so that all my commands and all my yeah. characters are female. That's quite cool. And I have a bunch of heads too that I bought from this lady in the UK on her online store. Um, so you can just like take the take the heads up and replace them so they look female. Yeah, you, you said you said before that you were trying to your theme of your army was trying to be like a half female or like gender equality. Yeah, army. yeah, I'm going for an equal opportunity employer. So I want <laughs> half of all my my models to be women. Uh, not in bikinis. Uh, that's the theme. I'm, I'm getting there. I just bought a whole bunch of. Actually, all my ones chosen are female as well. I mean, they're tyrannid bits with like half of women's bodies put on top of them. So they're a little. I don't know. Maybe it's a stretch there, but they have breasts. We we just talked um, in the in the first part of the episode about what's an acceptable proxy. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, <laughs> I would say this could go because you're not in doubt of what it is. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. It's, I haven't it, seen them. It's, so. it's a conversion. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's painted. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't like, oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Ulrich's uh, dick model going out the ground. Ulrich has like um, a Grudge Buster, which is it looks like the mole from Thunderbirds, but it it looks like a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's very. Lusty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 it would work in. It right. would, you should get maybe like a chaos army and have yeah. have like a hell can, like, like a, big, say, a big dick shooting <laughs> white powder. <laughs> so Rasmus, as, as a as a warriors player, how would you change Christian's list to make it um, more playable? At least maybe in our meta. I don't know. In our meta, I think I will just keep. I'll play it as it is and play with the great weapons or hellbots and the pistol yeah. ones. I think. With women's school five. five and minus one to it, I think it will, they will survive most things. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of anything that should go because they get killed. distracting still, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's not even distracting. It's minus one to hit. Yeah. Okay. So you can stack with yeah. other stuff. Which okay, is really cool. that's really good. Yeah. yeah. But you don't really need the parry, right? Because your weapons go five. Yeah. So so, so what you get is plus one armor. Yeah. Which is good. It helps with shooting, I think, but. But, but then again, yeah. but the thing I think when you're 25 warriors with four toughness four and four plus arm save stuff's not going to shoot that. Right. Like the strength three shooting is shooting into your chaff units, yeah. and any strength four shooting is shooting the ones chosen because they're more of a threat right. as it stands in the yeah. army. I think one of the things that I've been really screwing up on in general <laughs> is learn to take more chaff and use it well. Right. So actually, you were talking about the meta before. Most of the people I play in Chicago, and in the Midwest in general, take a lot of chaff, right? Okay. I mean, the warrior guy that I play the most will take 
three sets of dogs, right? And like three sets of, of hell riders. Really? And, yeah, yeah. He Jesus a Christ. Lot. He takes like, a lot of chaff. Like a all lot, right? redirect this. <laughs> yeah. And think, he plays it really well. I mean, yeah. the guy's really, really good. Right? I think he'll uh, get shot off in our meta. I think we've been talking about that. Most of our meta is re. Actionary, so yes, yeah. we react to whatever our opponent does. So we right. stand still, like in the bubble, and then people come. We shoot a little, move back, shoot a little more, and then we jump. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even if you if you watch Shy Hammer's videos, right? I feel like he takes a lot of chance too, right? So a lot uh, of us. I, it's been a while since I used to watch his videos a lot, but I haven't yeah. seen them in a while. Right. Yeah, he, he he plays orcs and orcs and goblins. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he took a break too when yeah. 1.3 came out. So Maybe that's why I haven't seen his videos. He just, yeah, exactly. He just came back. Um, yeah, a lot of us take a yeah. lot of chaff. I mean, for, as, as an example, um, we're going to talk about others in a second, but my, my high one up list, I have a unit of Reavers and an Eagle. That's and that, it. That's my chaff. Yeah. But then, like, the first thing I'm going to lose is the Eagle. And the Reavers are there because they fill out the core, but I'd rather have Spearmen. Yeah. But I have them because I need some chaff. Right, you need something. Yeah. And I don't know about you and your armies. <clears throat> Two units of five harpies, and I have some small units of crossbowmen I would use. Yeah, same if with the archers. Necessary. But, yeah. yeah, so yeah, it's like, a less, I guess, less chaff. Right. And I guess if you're coming to a table when you're, when you're bringing a lot of chaff, mm-hmm. and we have armies that can deal with the chaff relatively well, then it's going to be hard for you. Right. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's a tip. <laughs> bring, le- bring less chaff. Bring less chaff. More yeah. stuff that kills things. Right. So uh, maybe Rasmus, you want to quickly go through your list that you're taking for Battle yeah, of Copenhagen. Yeah, I, I can do that. I think, I think. How many times have you lost with your list? I've lost some games now. Yeah. More than I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like a, a third. A third. Okay. But that's still pretty good. But but when I win, uh, I table my opponent. Okay. So it's is it, big, big wins. Is it win big, lose big, or win big, lose small? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think it's win big, lose big. Okay. When I've lost, I've lost like getting one or two points. Okay. Uh, I have uh, Dreadlord with uh, Glass Hammer to the max with the plus three strength, great weapon, double wounds. Mephil Mail. What's it called? It's called uh, <laughs> Fuck You. <laughs> I'll drink and I'll call it by its own name, Executioner Blade. Then the Grimson Mail, which is a heavy armor that gives you plus one armor for every move you make. Yeah, and I guess the thinking, the thinking behind this is that he's initiative eight. Yeah. So he's going first against most things, and then you can do one or two wounds and put that armor safe up. Yeah, if you do like multiple wounds, you'll easily do like two wounds that multiply by two, so it's plus four to his armor save. Yeah. So it's one plus. Yeah, straight and away. He, and then he slowly attacks. That's it for him. Hatred. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and hatred for all my core. Does, it, does that mean they get reroll to wound? No. No. So they get reroll to hit. And yeah. is that better than reroll to wound? Because I would like. It, it's better when you have alchemy flame combo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you're able to reel to, reel to wound. Yeah. Because I would say on the face of things that when when most of your models are strength three, then rerolling to wound is more beneficial than rerolling to hit when you hit quite well. Yeah, normally. Normally, <laughs> but <laughs> maybe that comes the second model in the army. Yeah, the the elder, uh, clearing crash, to distracting stalker stand up, let's uh, strider stride. Yeah. So everything the elder needs. Yeah. <laughs> 
Is it Chariot, right? Chariot, Movement yeah. 5. Swift right now. Swift right now. Goes into 19 Corsairs. And you can reroll charge distance, charge right? Charge distance. And um, I have the power to reroll yeah. charge distance yeah. from the Elder and Lethal Strike. And you have the execu Executioner Axe or something? Blade. Yeah. On the Audrey. Yeah. What's the what's the thing on the top called? Executioner's Blade? No, the character. Uh oh. <laughs> I know. I think I know what it's called. Priest is called. I got. I'm not sure. Actually, <laughs> this is Denmark. This is all the PSP. <laughs> and then you have the alchemy wizard, right? And this is I think level, level ah the not level four. Uh, four, learn, four learn spells. <laughs> Sorry, three learn spells. <laughs> Brings her to four yeah. with the master and the familiar, which is crazy good with alchemy, and the skull splitter. And that's just for, it's some extra strength for shooting. Yeah, it's, it's an an improvised bow throw. Yeah, I think. So, do you think the familiar is better than the book? Yeah, for the extra ring. Yeah, because you essentially gives you sixteen. So range, right? I can either choose for where my army is right now that day. I could get the the book or the scroll. One of one of those two, yeah. Or I can get the skull splitter and the power of uh, spell familiar. Yeah. Is it not spell familiar? Power familiar? <laughs> <laughs> and the and the the familiar gives me plus six range to my uh, is that all my it, spells. Is that all it does? Yeah, I put a familiar down. Yeah. Six inches from where my wizard is. Does it give you any other bonus or anything like that? Uh, I can shoot me. Through corners, shoot <laughs> around corners. Around corners. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Standing behind hills, shooting. Yeah. And you took off the dagger. Yeah, I misread it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about this now. <laughs> yeah, Christopher told me. No worries. So you, you have the altar and the corsairs. And yeah, why? 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 Why are the corsairs better than like the blades or legionaries or whatever? Uh, they core. Yeah. Well, why? Why are they better than the other core units? Oh yeah, they're. Let's compare the Corsairs to the Spearmen. Yeah. Right there. Without any other compost. Yeah. They are four plus armor safe. They're pad weapons, meaning so they're high initiative. Yeah. They lose the armor piercing, so fucking what when they have lethal strike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you can get what what are the powers that the old gives? Yeah, I, I give them uh, everything within twelve inches gets lethal strike. And if you have lethal uh no if if you have lethal strike no, already, yeah, then you, you get, get real to wound. Yeah. But what I do is that I give them the flaming stunner, and I make my opponent flammable. Yeah. So meaning I can real to hit from hatred, real to wound from flammable. And have lethal strike. So a lot of lethal strike. Yeah. Meaning a lot of important wounds. Yeah, fair enough. And the character's gonna real to wound as well. Yeah, it's it's really strong. So you charge into was it Barragard? and just took them all off. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I, had, I think I had 30 Barrowguards. I've been taking up all the Barrowguards, yeah. most of the Warriors, Pistol right. Warriors, uh, an entire unit of uh, Plague, Mo Plague, Plague Brotherhoods. Yeah. Uh, with the Pendle. Yeah. So they kill almost everything. Yeah. So your, your Death Star beats any other Death Star so far? Yeah, so far, except for the Demon Prince. They don't, they don't kill Demon Prince? No. Can the Lord kill the Demon Prince? Wounding on fires? No, yeah, good point. I guess I guess that requires you to get the charge 
And then you he, have your he, magic phase. No, because he's uh, most of the time he's immune to flaming. Oh uh, yeah, because he's got a dragon bane gem or yeah. whatever. Okay, fair enough. He, he should get around my combo. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. And so, then I just have three units of ten crossbowmen, two units of five harpies, two raptor chariots, three bullfrogs. That's Say it. again. Three bullfrogs. Three bull, of course. Two, two <laughs> units of five harpies. We 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 rate the elf armies in how many bullfrogs they have. <laughs> if they have two bullfrogs, then they're passable. If they have three bullfrogs, then they're good. Mm. If they have one or zero, they're then they're not. <laughs> <laughs> elf army. It's like every every elf army that we make is like okay, well first thing three bullfrogs. And three units of ten. Three units of ten. Repeater auxiliaries. Yeah, well done. Well done. Oh yeah. yeah well done. <laughs> I have to remember the name. Yeah. Okay. And you, the alchemy is kind of the crux of the list, right? Yeah. If you change alchemy, I'll have to change the list yeah. entirely. Why? Why is alchemy so good? Because it's gonna make all the wounds you need, except for units that are immune to flaming. You don't have tower guard on your list? Oh yeah, I have uh, 14 tower guards yeah. with the uh, ban of blood, meaning they're real ones and twos to one. Yeah. <laughs> and they're really good for what they do. They're yeah. like, like they are really un underestimated by my opponent, so they end up killing a lot of things. Yeah, I, from my experience, they're really good as well. I'll play them a little slow, behind my my death star on one of the sides, like moving casually around, and make them let let them do the points in the fifth and sixth turn. Yeah, and it's still scoring unit, yeah. and it's still got to do 14 wounds if you want to kill them. Yeah. yeah if, if you put them out there and they're to die, chapter yeah. 3, 5 plus, I would say, you need to be like, yeah. babysitting them. Yeah, they have to, you can maybe hide them behind the chariots and stuff and give them some cover. Yeah, but at least you kill like 10 chosen with hillbats. Yeah, the initiative six is big. Yeah. I think the initiative six is like the new initiative five, especially. And then, and then you'll go in there, you'll hit on um, three plus, wounding on a four plus real, real ones and twos to wound, strength four, armor piercing one, you have yeah. six plus arms there. Yeah. Yeah, goodbye chosen. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. But then how many points is the unit? I think they're 450. So they're a little Seven. bit more expensive than the chosen. Yeah, they are. Who cares when they kill them all? They'll do their job. Um, but but al going back to alchemy, um, we think as a group that alchemy is the best path. Yeah, we could we could take it from uh, an end. The the larger build is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy good because it's com combo with itself, <laughs> <laughs> like the 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 quicksilver lash is flaming. Yeah. The and the molten copper is flaming. So normally the molten cover will make like two, one or two, maybe three wounds. How many sixes can you roll? And How many sheep guys can yeah, you roll? Yeah, of course. And, and then when you have the flammable, you'll just need, you will go for like four or five, six wounds. I'm piercing three, right? I'm piercing three. And the Quicksilver Lash, really good taking off characters, knights, marshes with like four or three plus, I would say. Yeah. And the Silver Spike is. I think the lesser good of all the spells. Is that because it's not flaming? It's not flaming, that's why. But you can take off like Demon Princess and Chaos Lords. Chaos Lords and Chariots. Almost what's if crazy. And turn um, one, block the cell too, yeah. And the Corruption of Tip, minus one armor. That's yeah. also crazy. Yeah. Permanent. I, I pretty much won a game on this week against Christopher because I cast a plus two armor save spell on my dragon. Yeah. And gave it a, a, a one-plus oh, armor save. You know, do you know the name? Of that spell. 
Oh, oh, here we go. Okay. I remember. Is it Word of Iron? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay, so the number, number five. five. You can do it. Number five. Number five? Which one's that? Is that, uh, <laughs> is that the you can't use your weapons? And yeah, it's like, it is. Oh, what did it used to be called? I remember this because I have like 30 games with the alchemy. <laughs> is it is it transmutation of blood? Ah, uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down with the nine things. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that is one of the lesser, most, uh, um, the most un unused skill. Yeah, that's that's the one I'm shopping out. Yeah, also always, except for when I'm playing right. A lot of great weapons. Yeah, but it needs to like be a facing like a horde, a lot of, horde of great weapons, weapons. Yeah. like a barrow guard star or like a like an imperial guard star or something with yeah. Probably if you had come with the twenty five pestilence yeah. warriors, I'm gonna keep that one. Yeah, also for your lore or something right. in a lore battle. Yeah. And the number six. That just gives you another instance of flaming attacks. If you don't have flaming attacks, it's good. Otherwise, I'm like meh. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's quite expensive to cast like ten yeah. and thirteen, I think. Do you have extra armor? Do you know the name of this one? <laughs> <laughs> this bill we are talking about. This is the hard. This is the hard one. Is it like something about gold? Yeah. Oh. Maybe. Uh. It's not an era, but it's the when you like. Uh, I don't know. I the don't glory know. of gold. Glory of gold. <laughs> <laughs> Drink. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> okay, so my list. Um, I'm. I've been trying to. I've been trying to get the ancient dragon to work. I've had a lot of ideas. One of my ideas is running sixty swordmasters, an ancient dragon, because I wanted to run ninety, but then I couldn't fit the ancient dragon in with three with three bolt throwers, but. 60 Swordmasters and an Ancient Dragon and then Core and Free Bot Throws and, uh, and an Alchemy Master. If I could run that, I would, but I don't have 60 Swordmasters. <laughs> and I've been calling everyone I know who has high offs and haven't been able to get 60. I've only, I can only get like 40. How, how many have Jonas? Does Jonas have? Yeah, but I don't want to paint any. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one week. <laughs> Like the biggest three unit pillar. <laughs> yeah, so if you if you want an ancient good ancient dragon list, go with the ancient dragon, then the alchemy BSB guy, with two units of thirty sword masters, and then your core is like archers and reavers, and then three bobros. That, that sounds like a crazy list. Yeah. If if I could run that, I would be running that, but I can't. So I'm going with a little bit different. So it's three bobros, of course, because it has to be a good list. Um, eight, <laughs> ancient Mr. Dragon, uh, Prince with Great Weapon, Divine Icon, Lucky Shield, usual stuff. Uh, the BSB with the Master of Cranry Tower, Free Spells and Alchemy, One Spell and Cosmology, Druidism, Attribute. He's got like a 4 plus ward save, Great Weapon. Then I have 16, no, 15 Archers, 35 Spearmen, 1 unit of Reavers, that's my core. I have Eagle. 14 Swordmasters with Champion and 2 units of 14 White Lines with Champion. Lion Guard, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the list. It's like an MSU list with an Ancient Dragon and a big unit of Spears. So, yeah. Different from mine, yeah. but it's, but it's some the same, of the same mechanics. Yeah, the same principle is about getting the rerolls to wound. Hard hitters, reactionary. Yeah. I was, I was 
try. I was trying to work with divination, but I, with divination, I think you need the Asphalt Scholar upgrade. How how do you feel when I say that the the dragon is a glass hammer? You know. I disagree. Actually, why do you think it's glass hammer? Because I think that toughness six, three plus armor save. It's toughness seven. Oh yeah, toughness seven, three plus armor save is glass. Uh, I agree. Compared, I, to, com compared to the points you're using. I agree with you to an extent, but I, I've played four games with the ancient dragon now, mm. and I feel that in every game I've had, it's been really difficult for the opponent to shift it. I played against Jonas, and it ch and it charged into, or it got charged by the pendulum, and it only died because of a janky rule, like. I charged it in the flank with some sea guards, coastal guards, <laughs> coastal guards, and um, there was like an over the gap rule. Oh yeah, I remember that one. So he that killed, was kind of weird. Yeah, he killed all the sea guards. What the fuck can you do with that? Yeah, it's a ridiculous <laughs> rule. So basically, the did, rule. Did the you rule know is, that? I don't know this rule. So the rule is: so if you think about the Skaven pendulum, uh -huh. so it's got a pendulum, and then it's right. got the like the monks around it, right? Mm -hmm. Or the plague brotherhood. That's cool. <laughs> And um, basically, I I killed the with the dragon. I killed the Brotherhood down to about six models. So he so he had like three on two or three on each side, and then there was like a gap between the pendulum and the edge of the unit because the unit's like a full or unit. Did they now, fought right? themselves out of combat. No, not quite. No, okay. And I charged it in the flank with my ambushing Seaguard that came on the side, uh -huh. and I was like, okay, I've won this combat because I've got fifteen models in the side, and I'm gonna kill the rest of them with the with the plague brotherhood. With I'm gonna kill the rest of the plague brotherhood with the spears, probably, and then the rest I'm just gonna kill with the dragon. Right. But what happened was a comet came down and killed eight models from the <laughs> from the the coastal guard unit. And then Uranus was like, oh yeah, my okay, my prince went and I killed the last couple of plague brotherhood. And then okay, there was like two or three left, and he was like, yeah, I can fight over the gap between the. You know, because you, you imagine like the right. it's like the 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 pendulum, and then a two or three models on the side, and then the spearmen or the right. coastal guards. And he was like, "I can fight over the gap." I'm like, "Well, you're not in base contact." It's like, "Yeah, but I can fight over the gap." And we looked it up, and he can and fight over can. the gate, over the gap, and then he killed the rest of yeah, them. Yeah, I, rem I remember you guys asking us, and I was like, I don't, "I'm not gonna put my head down for this, but I don't think you can." Yeah, and you it, looked it up, like you can do that shit. Yeah, so they all died, and then the dragon fled because of all the wounds, right? right? But he couldn't—he couldn't kill the dragon, even with strength six, because there's not much that strength seven. I mean, you get a chaos lord, maybe the executioner guy, like maybe a spell, but a lot of stuff is wounding on a five plus. Alchemy lord. Yeah, but even even then, okay, if you're wounding on a five or a six with a reroll, you still don't get that many wounds. I'm not talking about anything that wounds on the five and the six. I'm talking about the. Creature Yeah, that, yeah. That's what that's how Christopher was trying to deal with it. He he took two or three wounds off it in the first turn with the Quicksilver Lash. Because yeah. he he rolled a double one magic phase and then cast the nice. spell and I was like <laughs> Fuck you. Um I think he did three wounds in the first turn. maybe it's not with the scroll in a, in a dragon list. Yeah. Yeah, maybe actually. But I can't fit it in because I want to use alchemy. Because obviously he needs protection, the the master guy, unless he's going to sit at the back in the archers all game, and then I can't heal the dragon because it's only twelve inch range for the oh, yeah. attribute. But maybe maybe that's the thing. I think the army plays very defensively, 
But I think the dragon can take like a lot of punishment. Like in the last game I played against Christopher, he charged into the altar. It wasn't in the unit; it was on its own at the back. But it was like a nine. Should have been speed. Yeah, it was all the, the same build as you have, exactly the same. And um, and it was a nine charge, and I got it. And the dragon was on three wounds, I think. And I went in there. My he's only wounding on sixes. Fives. Five with the PSP with three yeah. attacks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's so I think I think he. Oh no, actually, the dragon was on two wounds, so he only has to do two wounds on it. And he, I, I managed to get off the plus two armor save spell on the dragon. Nice. Because he wanted to stop me healing, so he let that let the that one through. Oh sure, yeah. And then um, so I was one plus armor save, and the BSP was shrunk six. He wounded me. I think he wounded once with the witch elves or whatever they called them. <laughs> he wounded once for them so he only had one wound left then he rolled the BSB and uh, did like one wound it was like four plus arm save that wasn't a lethal strike it wasn't lethal strike four plus arm save rolled a five and then the dragon killed it, killed the altar because of divine attacks so I think it's really strong so maybe we should have this game <laughs> I don't think I'll. <laughs> I don't think I want to fight your uh, shrimp eight guy. Seven. Shrimp seven guy. No. Reroll into wound. No, thank you. I was thinking like alchemy, multiple small arms could do it. Against the dragon. Mm-hmm. You don't get to reroll to wound though. Only the spells. Not yeah. the shooting. Yeah. I mean, he. I think he. Christopher was shooting like all his bolt throws at the dragon for like two turns, and he. I don't think he. I think he only hit. But he didn't wound it at all, actually. He shot, I think, maybe six shots at the bolt, at the dragon, single shots. Uh, that's unlucky as well. Yeah, but he it not was, unlikely, but unlucky. Yeah, exactly. Like if you if you look at the standard deviation, it's not that not that bad. Six shots hitting on four plus three hits. You just get one wound, right? That multiple by two. Yeah, but he didn't wound once because it's a 5 plus but when it's a, when it's a top and 6 dragon and you wound it on a 4 plus it makes a big difference but when I catch you with the dreadlord <laughs> <laughs> but I, will, would I let you charge the dragon with the dreadlord or no no, no I'm going after your tower guard and your other stuff and your chariots yeah it's, it's a very defensive army the, the other highlight was like the assassin he's running a really interesting build on the assassin he's got a nightshade and the throwing weapons, yeah, and paired weapons, yeah. So and I a think mid, it's, it's a, mid, a recognized build on the internet. Midnight cloak. It's really really interesting. Cloak child. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Thinking the second beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, and he shot everything at the dragon first turn and didn't do. I think he did one wound or something. I can't remember how. Yeah, maybe he did one wound, which was about statistic. It's only strength six. It's only strength six, exactly. It. Yeah, because it's stops. You, you need something that like it's poison or needs yeah. sixes to wound already yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Because it's a really tough. The Corsair is gonna have a field day against it actually. I think. You think? Because it's lethal strike and reroll to wound. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's not gonna make six wounds. It's got seven wounds. Yeah. But seven. It's not gonna yeah. make seven wounds. Maybe three. Yeah, but that's enough though. Four wounds. Because it's got like all the ranks and everything. Like five, five or six, seven yeah. guys in the front, two times, three times. Yeah. Twenty-one attacks, hitting on uh, 
for free plus with the reroll. Yeah, whips of six. Like missing free attacks or something. That's eighteen. That's three lethal strikes. Rerolling. <laughs> that's maybe to be unlucky two more. That's five wounds. Five wounds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so there's certain things that you can charge Asian dragon into, but not everything. So you pretty much you have to pick your targets. I think I think my my possessed need new cloaks. <laughs> <laughs> new dragons yeah. peel off the cloak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, what else happened? Yeah, he had his assassin and didn't do anything. And I shot everything at the shades with the assassin that would like scout like scouted up, and I killed all of them apart from the assassin. And he was like there on his own, all alone. Yeah, and then I shot all the bolt throws at the assassin. And I did, uh. and I did one wound. <laughs> uh. <laughs> like, come on! He had uh. free, I forgot he had a free plus water. And then after I shot one, I was like, okay, I did one wound, and I shot the other two, and they didn't do anything. But yeah, that's how it is. And then he moved the assassin into the executions, and I charged him with the swordmasters and killed them all. <laughs> the assassin didn't do anything, like nothing on the standard shoot and nothing. Nah, like one wound, two wounds in combat or something. But that, that's why the initiative six beats the initiative five. Yeah. So yeah, uh, as from my experience with the dragon, it's good. It's not like the best build. It's not like the limo lord with the all the shit that's fucking that ridiculous. you faced. The double limo uh, gangsters in the mobile. In the lion, oh, yeah. It's the yeah. Lion, lion Chariot right. Prince and BSB, right? Yeah, and he How? double charged into me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was nothing I could do. Yeah, yeah there's nothing you can do right. against that. Yeah. Especially as a warrior's army. Right. You have to shoot it off with Because he's alchemy. so much faster than me, too. So. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's definitely the power build, but the Ancient Dragon is okay. And the reason that I went for it is because I'm anticipating a lot of strength 5. In the meta, yeah, and a lot of like strength six stuff as well, and I think people will struggle to deal with the toughness seven. That's my th that's my theory. I think the ancient can maybe do something against the demon prince. Yeah. That I fear. Yeah, I mean, if he gets the shamanism attribute off, then probably not. It's difficult. But it's still divine time. Difficult time killing you. Yeah, exactly. It's both winning on fives. Yeah. And if I can get if I if it's my magic phase, then it changes things. Yeah. I just need to that's why the dispel scroll is good, I think. Because yeah. you can stop that one spell that's I, I gonna think, I think, needs, yeah. I think the dispel yeah. scroll is only like really good against the demon prince. Yeah. So how many times do you think you're gonna play against the Demon Prince at this tournament? <laughs> Probably twice. <laughs> In five games? I'm hoping on one. Okay, so what's your prediction for the tournament? Who do you think is gonna win? And like where where where's the Amatime guys gonna come in this tournament? I think we are at this tournament, I don't think any of us is gonna win. But I think we're gonna finish quite well. Yeah. But I think it was some experienced cast boys gonna win. And there's no one's playing a warrior's army out here. None of us. No. Okay. I I think that you and Oliver will come in the top five. That's my uh, okay. That's my that's my uh, tip for the tournament. I think you and Oliver will come in the top five, and I think Jonas will. Probably could come in the top five, I mean, he, but we'll he, fuck he, up his roles he, with he, his form. Yeah, he, he actually hasn't done well lately. No, he beat me really bad okay. recently. Like yeah, the game that we played, I lost. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. 
But that was the first game I had with the Ancient Dragon, yeah. so it was, I was learning. Uh, do you think Ulrich will quit <laughs> halfway through? <laughs> I don't know. Like, he can't get those dwarves to work. It's a good list. Yeah. It's a really good list. I think now it's a good list. Yeah. I mean, what, War shooting. I, I played against him last weekend. Yeah. And the king fought, fought against the ancient dragon. <laughs> Might have tied his... <laughs> and uh, he, he was on... The king was on one wound left. And he eventually... On the throne. On the throne. The ancient dragon did well. This is this is a good uh, good uh, example because the king was from six. Seven. From seven, yeah. D3 wounds. D3 wounds. And the dragon stood in there. He and fucked up his attacks. Yeah. <laughs> the dragon rolled really badly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but the, king, the king was alive with one wound left. And, and you lost that combat by five or six yeah. without reroll staying in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I rolled a five to embrace nice. it. Nice. <laughs> it's brave. Ice cold. Yeah. yeah. That's why I think the divination is good with the dragon because you can get the extra dice. Oh, yeah. I guess you're gonna lose a lot of combats. Yeah, because you're not stubborn. Yeah, I think I think divination works really well with the dragon, but I just think alchemy is better. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can get in touch with us on the Knife Age forum. You can get me on Henry P Miller. Uh, you can email us at amatimedk at gmail you can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on iTunes. You can even find us on YouTube, but we don't post there. But you can find us on YouTube if you wanted to. And on AMA. On AMA. <laughs> <laughs> uh,